Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Five here on this Monday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Um, 550-5500, not sure how much of you or of me you can hear. Dowd, how, can, can you hear me okay? Let's see, let's see if we get Dowd in. Are you there? I am here, sir. All right. Uh, we got a brand new board here, and I'm trying to, you know, make it all work, and uh, there we go. The kickoff hour number one, we, we, we had a board explosion. Over the weekend, and uh, you know, it was here we go. It's, it's just as we start. There we go. First one. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hopefully, you can hear me okay. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you, sir. Okay. Now, now I got to get the video on. Like the whole thing just blew up, caught fire, and uh, let, let's see if I can hear myself. No one was hurt. No one was hurt. Okay, so we can hear myself. So we're all good and on delay and all ready to go. So I've got to, you know, got to file the insurance claim now. And, oh sure. You know, figure out how all that stuff works and how the the board the board is old that I have. Okay. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot to get to today. But before we do all that and tell you where we're at and all that, we we've, we've got to set up the show because um, when this type of thing happens and you're the engineer, we were off the air at about two thirty a.m. on Saturday. And uh, once that happened, then I had to go ahead and, you know, come in early about 5, 530. I'm like, what's going on? You know, what what, what exactly is happening here? And uh, we couldn't figure it. And all of a sudden, I smelled all this, like, burning metal down. Like, burning metal. That's a distinctive smell. <clears throat> it was uh, very distinctive. And, you know, it's, it's a little worrisome when you have to sort of, you know, figure it out. And there you go. We had uh, the station basically on fire. And... Uh, I've got a, a broken earpiece where I'm trying to make it work because I can only hear it on one side of my ear. Tell me how I'm coming in, folks. Uh, I'd love to hear like what you think on it. That's a first, this is literally the first time we're checking our mics uh, on this. And tell me if you can hear both sides of it. It should sound clear. Okay. So thank you. I appreciate that. Sound, show sounds good so far. It should have no hiss. You guys remember the hiss that you're normally getting yes. on the radio station? Los Alamos, I believe, has a hiss. Uh, well, Los Alamos has its hiss for its own reasons. But let me know right now if you guys can hear me without any hiss at all. Because that should be eliminated, too. So it's like a little sound check for all of you guys out there. Perfect. Okay. People say perfect. Can hear you. Sounds good. No hiss. Okay. Same thing. So that, was all, that whole thing was literally in the board. Everything that was going on was in the board. Sounds great, no hit. See, everybody's paying attention to the no hiss part. All right, Dowd, go ahead and talk. I'm going to switch earphones because because now, just as, I, as soon as I started the, the show, you know, there's uh, it came across. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what the, the show's in order. Sure. Go ahead and look at our notes. Uh, run down the show and tell everybody what we have to expect today. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Rock of Talk radio network. That's uh, the Kiva, K-I-V-A, here in the greater Albuquerque Region, but of course, KRSN up north with all the uh, nuclear scientists up there in the Los Alamos Santa Fe uh, area. Today's show will be running from about 4 p.m. to about 6.45 p.m. when uh, Bill O'Reilly comes on. We're going to talk about a kind of a wide range of stuff. It's, uh, it's holiday time. Uh, the news the list of news items is not growing shorter. Uh, I guess, uh, Eddie, I'll just start right off and say 
our best wishes to people in the heartland, uh, in, you know, greater uh, Kentucky, of course, uh, there's also been uh, terrible loss and, and damage in, in other states as well, but I guess Kentucky getting hit badly, uh, Arkansas as well. Uh, I'm going to mention a little piece about our president trying to uh, catastrophize this by linking this terrible, you know, dozens of people dead to uh, the global warming agenda, so we'll be getting into that. But we'll be talking about everything from pedestrian deaths to education in New Mexico, folks uh, getting their kids out of government school districts who would have believed that. Of course, we can't go uh, unmentioned with the district, uh, the redistricting situation. Uh, very funny. A lot of Republicans angry about that. Some Republicans actually smelling opportunity. Uh, I have a piece up at uh, rockoftalk.chat. Just went up about 20 minutes ago on that. Um, you would not have a Rock of Talk broadcast without mentioning <coughs> the um, uh, virus of unknown origin. Uh, we still don't know where that virus came from or what it's all about. We'll be uh, hitting some of the headlines on that. And of course, Murder Mike will be stopping by. We do have kind of a depressing segment on suicide last year, uh, but hopefully uplifting ultimately. How are we as a society going to attack this problem? Mental health, a pre-existing crisis in, in, in America, but in, the, in, in New Mexico in particular, and then Lockdowns making it all so much worse. The state itself, not me, not Eddie Aragon, not D. Dow Muska, saying that the numbers actually rose in 2020, as I think any reasonable person would have expected. Uh, more suicides, I think, is something around 23% up that year. Uh, what a terrible uh, loss for the individuals, and of course, their families suffer as well. Corruption, corruption, corruption. Uh, of course, we have our trial underway in New York, the whole uh, Epstein-Maxwell issue, but also uh, some articles on uh, Hunter Biden we haven't gotten to uh, in a while. Uh, we have a very interesting piece that uh, went up over the weekend from Yahoo. They hired a, a reporter. I guess there's Yahoo News is an actual thing. They did an investigation into a federal spook spookifying uh, operation. I think run out of the Customs and Border Protection, you know, federal law enforcement, looking into reporters and things that they... You know, Folks in the government believe they may or may not, uh, should not have been doing kind of disturbing stuff when it comes to privacy of uh, American individuals and uh, journalists as well. Uh, Mayor Twink, my favorite Mayor, Mayor Twink, we've got an article coming up about one of his campaign advisors and what <clears throat> that advisor said about uh, Christine Blasey Ford. There's a uh, blast from the past. Uh, hopefully going to get to some space news. Uh, uh, Michael Strahan, as, as you know, uh, Michael Strahan over the weekend went up. Uh, past the Von Karman line, uh, he is uh, the first, I guess, NFL Hall of Famer to go into space. And, of course, he's a media figure, so he'll be talking really every day of his life about this for the rest of his life, giving Blue Origin one more point of marketing over the uh, failed pseudo-business called Virgin Orbit. So we are all over the map today. We are loaded. It's Monday, maybe the holiday times, but we are not slowing down at all. All right, there you go. Sounds pretty exciting. Um, so doubt is fading in and out. So it sounds like you're getting closer and further from the mic. On the live stream, but I can see you are steady on the mic, so you guys can see me there. Uh, just help us out through this broadcast. Literally, the whole entire thing uh, blew up, and, uh, you know, there, there you go. Don't forget, you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, uh, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and downloading our app at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Now, it's been a pretty tough last month uh, for pedestrian accidents, and uh, we're going to, of course, Start there because that's the big news, you know, un unexpected. You just sort of expect to, you know, go to the river of lights. In fact, if you go to the front page of the Albuquerque Journal, there it is. It's right there. A very Burke holiday. Lights, markets, and strolls. And then all of a sudden you look at a boy killed in hit and run crash near river of light. Now, <clears throat> there is no way that either the father or the young boy who died could have seen this coming. 
it is an all-terrain vehicle, much like the kind that those uh, high-end twenty twenty-five thousand dollars that sort of carry the lights on the back uh, may have been parading around, strolling around. That's what was out there, and that's what what killed uh, the uh, young boy. Now, the last uh, the last month, let's just like review what's happened and. When you look at the most recent report that came out from KOB, it says the Metro has seen close to 80 deadly crashes so far back in 2021. Albany police said more than 30 of those crashes involved a pedestrian. A dozen pedestrians have been seriously injured in crashes this year. New Mexico is ranked number one in pedestrian deaths in 2019. That's according to Sergeant Christopher Rohde with Albuquerque uh, Police Department Motors Unit. And things have actually gotten worse since then due to increase in drug use, alcohol use, homelessness. Well, in this particular thing, uh, drug use, alcohol use, no way to determine that. But it is late on a Sunday evening, and a family of four went out to go ahead and enjoy themselves at the River of Lights, uh, only to lose one of their family members at the uh, worst possible time. That, of course, is during the holidays. So in this report, dated November the 28th on that Sunday, uh, officials at the time said things are only expected to get worse during the next few months of the holidays, and they have. This is just the latest of one of those that has happened. I called Murder Mike last night, and uh, you know he was sort of taken aback as as I was. Um, my mic fades in and out worse than doubts. Well, I'm going to try and could and stay here. I guess I got to stay right in front. I'm I got to work through this. I'm I'm trying to, to work through the. I'm not sure why it's fading in and out, but we'll we'll try and stay on top of it. I've got to stay right here in front of the mic until this entire board gets fixed. So that's the way it is. I appreciate that. So in looking at this, we have seen more and more people get hit. And I know last night, as you guys are saying, oh, not again, not something else. And lo and behold, uh, there it is. This is what happened a month ago. A child was struck by a car on Tuesday evening in southeast Albuquerque, November 9th. seven-year-old boy was taken to a hospital, previously known to be in critical condition. Later, he died. He uh, was hit at 4.54 p.m. on Lead Avenue in Montclair near Carlisle Boulevard. Not a place where you're going to see many pedestrian accidents, right? Ostensibly. You wouldn't think that you would, at least. And then, I think, uh, was it last week we saw another pedestrian killed? Uh, don't, don't have all the uh, details uh, on that, but another pedestrian was, was killed. And then, you know, things like six injured on, in, in northeast Albuquerque, at the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Then we see, uh, you know, drag racing take place. You know, a lot of people taking a lot of chances. I, I, I can't tell you how many times that I get on the freeways anymore, and I literally see just people drag racing with no police officers whatsoever. But when the police officers are out and there are people pulling over or there's DWI checkpoints, you can tell that people are very cautious of that. And I have to ask, at this point, doesn't there, I, I would think, if I was your mayor, Somebody needs to be out there patrolling this. They should have a saturation pretty close to that whole area. Check people to see if they've been drinking, either going into the river lights or coming out. I don't know that this particular accident would, this tragedy would have been prevented because this was taking place in an all-terrain vehicle. I don't know how much you guys know about this. I happened to be at a uh, Christmas event uh, out in uh, Arizona uh, last year. And during that time, back in December, when I, when all of these types of ATVs, these all-terrain vehicles were all out there and they were driving around and you can't really see them because they don't have big headlights. 
They don't have very large headlights. They're very, very tiny, but they do have these sort of big, um, you know, holiday S streams that they attach the lights to. That's the only way that this particular uh, uh, family could have actually seen it coming. They didn't see it coming because if you look at the ATV itself, which is directly underneath the light, it doesn't have any of those holiday lights on it. It is a camouflage vehicle with two tiny rear lights and two small headlights, and those small headlights in front of those ATVs. And I just like, would like to know, if that ATV is out on a street, how is it that the poli Albuquerque Police Department couldn't have prevented that from happening by pulling over an all-terrain vehicle? Well, the problem is, is many of these things are street legal, okay? Uh, thank you. Uh, many of these ATVs are street legal because they go faster than the speed limit. The problem is, in a pedestrian area, you can't tell, and they are pretty loud, whether they're going or coming, and you can't tell, based upon the lights, whether you're standing in front of them. So it's very likely that the father, and he is in stable uh, condition, probably grabbed his son and was trying to make it across the street without even knowing how close that all-terrain vehicle was, which is very different than a police uh, car. So here we are in Albuquerque. Things have good gotten it seemingly the news just gets worse right more more bad things happen more bad news is reported yet you guys don't really hold any of the local officials and their departments and the people accountable this is in my opinion something that likely could have been prevented had our police been adequately staffed had prevented these things if we had better regulations uh, for altering vehicles that are out there on the streets we shouldn't have these things out there uh i guess this happened about what about uh, 8.30 last night, Dowd, uh, approximately? Uh, yes, that's what they're yeah, reporting. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, yeah, dark by 8.30. <laughs> 8.30 p.m. According to witnesses, the family was walking the crosswalk. In the crosswalk with pedestrian crossing signal illuminated when a dark-colored off-road vehicle ran a red light hitting the boy and his father. Yeah. Police said the boy died from his injuries on the scene. The boy's father was taken to UNM Hospital where he said to be in stable conditions. condition. Uh, witnesses told investigators that after the accident, the vehicle continued westbound on Central without stopping. Now, what's really also very interesting is the driver of the ATV vehicle absolutely has to know that he hit two people. Something happened. Yeah. He had to know because those bars, the roll cage and the stuff that they, all of that air, all of that is exposed. That whole vehicle is pretty much exposed. And uh, those are sort of those uh, breakaway doors that are on there. The off-roading vehicles are not allowed on city streets because they don't meet the requirements like turn signals, mufflers, brake lights, and headlights, as well as insurance. So there are photos released from all this, but it's quite likely if it was headed in the uh, direction from what I uh, gather in the South Valley, somebody should be able to go ahead and find it. And there's not a whole lot of people or a lot of places where you can buy and sell those. So I think it's a matter, I and mean, it's not like you're buying a, you know, a Toyota Camry or a Honda Accord where everybody has one. This is one of those things where very few people uh, actually have. So I would say this. The person who ran over, or if you happen to know somebody who owns a vehicle like that, I would urge you to pick up the phone and call them and turn that particular person in, or at least ask them, where were you last night? Okay? Because, well, for no other reason, just closure for the family. And the fact that it was a hit and run, completely a, a complete and total disregard for the family, is just uh, probably the most uh, un-Christmas thing that I can possibly think of. Uh, I was heartbroken hearing about this uh, last night. I know many of you 
uh, were texting me once you had uh, heard this. And uh, just another black mark uh, here in uh, the year 2021. I, my first year in New Mexico, I lived at the beach apartments right where this happened. And I know the area. I mean, just, wow. Yeah. Feel for the family. A lot of, uh, whether it's Arkansas and Kentucky or right here, I mean, kind of a rough weekend. Yeah, it was. Uh, sound is muffled. I'm trying to come through loud and clear. So uh, I, I'm just trying to work with our new board until it's time. I know that there is no hiss any longer, but I've got to stand right in front of the microphone going forward. Hey, Eddie Robert here. I had seen that all-terrain vehicle, the one which later struck and killed a seven-year-old boy, near the River of Lights in downtown Albuquerque. The vehicle was amongst many cruisers in downtown, and as I watched it, it blew through a red light at 5th and Copper heading west. My first thought was someone will be killed. Tragically, that prophecy was fulfilled. That's from Robert uh, from last night. Uh, Eddie, on the TV out there, is a delay, and it seems like you are echoing in endowed. Not so much. I wish there was something I could do about it, uh, but I think it should be fine. We also have massive metal skid plates in front of the rock climbing and such. That is true in those uh, all-terrain vehicles, so he would have known. The ATV had no plates and a light bar on top mounted to the roll bar. It was speeding red light at Tingley. Um, let's see. Hello, Eddie. I'm listening on my cell phone, and you sound very raspy. Uh, best I can do. This is uh, what we have. Uh, there's not a whole lot I can do besides that. How's that? Is that uh, any better? So I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best, but these are the best mics uh, that we have. <clears throat> Let's see, Mike is a little distorted, sounds tinny, but overall okay over the air. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, let's see, Eddie and Mike fades in and out, worse than doubts. Got that. Uh, Eddie, I hear you loud and clear. That's from Tom. Uh, loud and clear as, uh, well, I mean, we're going to have to. Audio quality sounds good. Okay, loud and clear. I'm glad to hear you're back. Uh, where did I go? Did I go anywhere? I'm just wondering. I've been here literally every single day since the election. Uh, without fail. Muffled as usual in the East Mountains. Oh, wow, that's a nice. How about a <laughs> no hissing? You sound distant. Your volume is going uh, in and out. Okay, congrats. Good to have you guys back on the air. Sounding good. Yes, that was tough on Saturday. Sounds clear in the far northwest. Sounds great. No hiss. Sounds good. No hiss. Perfect. Sounds good. Good so far. Okay, there we go. We'll bring it back uh, right after a quick break. 423 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Did someone say breakfast skillet? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for their Texas steak skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican skillets. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, Sunny. That's the place I like.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 
1171 856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com amazing grace personal care services is companion care at a reasonable rate including mobile assistance meal preparation household services cognitive assistance and support services and more 505-796-4900 that's 505-796-4900 bad credit need it fixed at credit rescue inc our services have been used by mortgage companies banks and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit don't spend the next seven to ten years as a victim of high interest remember knowledge is power and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness bad credit can haunt people for years let's rescue your credit at credit rescue inc call me mike ramos to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448 that's 899-1448 music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Albuquerque really is the place I like. But things have really been changing, and it's been a long time since I've been to church. Where do I go? Go to churches.theplaceilike.com, and you'll find a church that's perfect. Churches.theplaceilike.com Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. 
side. 429 here in the Kiva. A little uh, Jimi Hendrix, foxy lady there. Uh, back in the day. What, what, what happened on this uh, day back then? Yeah. I believe it was um, <clears throat> the recording of Foxy Lady by one uh, Jimi Hendrix in 1966. There it is. All right. Uh, I can kind of hear myself. Kind of not. It's better if I just have one ear going because... Otherwise, it's, uh, it's just not working for me. Okay, so we got to get to this redistricting map because it's all sorts of uh, stupidity uh, that's happening. <clears throat> and if I apologize if I'm not able to hear myself or if I'm fading in or out, but we're going to do our best here as we are replacing our board. Uh, thanks for hanging in there uh, with us. All right, so it looked like a pretty logical map before. You had CD3 in the north. You had CD2 in the south. And then you had a nice square, which looked like most of Albuquerque with a little jut. And remember, that particular map was constructed back in 20, 2010, 2011. It was after the first couple of years of Barack Obama. It was a big push, big, big push, in fact, uh, for the Republicans uh, during that time. And then Susanna Martinez uh, came into office, I, be I believe, at the very, very beginning of 2011. So... All that being said, if you want to know how much elections matter and how much you don't want to lose elections, well, we give you 2021 because this does not look good. In fact, it's very difficult to understand. And it's difficult to understand from right where we're broadcasting from because the areas of where we're broadcasting to, South Valley, you're in CD2. Northeast Heights, you're in CD1. If you're in Rear Rancho, you're in CD1 as well. But now... And it's even weirder, Dowd. I know that you're, you're looking at this, but uh, these guys have gerrymandered this district into oblivion. Let me kind of go through it uh, with you, because uh, for the next 10 years, if this holds up, and should the governor sign this, uh, which he will, it will be next to impossible to win CD2 and CD1. And this whole thing was designed with just that in mind, keeping those two particular districts. Now, taking away the district from Yvette Harrell, hopefully having enough edge in CD3 and that there is no opposition uh, because there's already been a declaration for CD1 from, I believe, Michelle Garcia-Holmes. Hopefully somebody else jumps in there because uh, that's, I mean, there's a, like a 12-point spread that's, that's there right now, and it, it, doesn't, it looks even worse <laughs> from the standpoint that, you know, we already got a candidate uh, who, know, who we know cannot win. Okay. So in CD1, you go to Rio Rancho Estates, you go to Rio Rancho Drive, and you go all the way to Bernalillo and 550, okay? So if you look at that, that whole area, that goes all the way to the backside, and it crosses Unser two times, okay? That's the weird part about it. You make that left on that last road as if you're heading on the backside of, of Unser. And so uh, what's that uh, Mariposa development, Mariposa, that development up there? That is part of CD3, but on the other side of Unser, it is all CD1. And if you look at Rio Rancho City Hall and where everything is at uh, in uh, Rio Rancho, that's in CD1. Yep. That's in CD1, but less than a half a mile from there, just behind that, all of that it belongs to CD3. So pretty weird as far as Rio Rancho is concerned. And if you go along the backside uh, and you... You know, you drive that road. Let's see, what road is that all the way down? That would be 16th Avenue for you, uh, Progress Boulevard, for those of you who are familiar with that. Progress is the road that divides CD3 and CD1 and Rio Rancho. So as you drive uh, around the loop and you take 60th Street, all of that is inside, inside CD1 because 
There's not much of a population back there. There's a lot of cut-ups and, you know, various other things. So a lot of Sandoval County now belongs, most of the population belongs to, to, to CD1. If you go to Paradise Hills, that cuts off right at Universe Boulevard, okay? So if you are on, this is the weird part, if you are on the west side of Universe, coming in past McMahon and that area, you are in CD2. It's not like you're in CD3 or CD1. You are in CD2. You are now in Yvette Harrell's district. You've got people who are crossing between three dis different districts in the middle of a day. <laughs> you go all the way down Universe, okay, and then, yep, and then yep. you go, up, go down Paradise, <laughs> and you go to Desert Greens Golf Course. They literally cut Desert Greens Golf Course between CD1 and CD2. In fact, if you play a round of golf, just to tell you how incredibly ridiculous this is, at, at Desert Greens Golf Course, you will play part of your round in CD1 and part of your round in CD2. Cottonwood Mall, uh, most of, uh, and by the way, Dan uh, Lewis's district, uh, the, uh, I believe it is five, mm -hmm. City Council District 5, ladies and gentlemen, is in two districts as well. It's in CD1 and in CD2. Then you go all the way down Coors, and just in case they haven't cut this thing up enough, this is absolutely incredible to me. You go and you go to uh, <coughs> Petroglyph National Monument, and that area, as you come down Desert Greens on that backside, all of that is CD1. But just behind, if you cut off some of Taylor Ranch, half of Taylor Ranch is back in CD2. Yes. You go straight down Taylor Ranch Road in front of the Mariposa, Mariposa Basin Park, not the Mariposa Development. All of that front side is in CD1, and then the back side of that on the petroglyphs, right about, and I know that area very well, Kimmick, that's CD2. Pasel del Norte backside, CD2. The front side of all this, Taylor Ranch, is CD1. Don't you realize like how much the Democrats cheat? It's all right there. I, this this map is absolutely fascinating. Okay, uh, and just in case it didn't get strange enough for you, if you go up and down Montano Road, Montano Road all the way until you get to oh map data not available. Let's see where we let's see if we can <clears throat> excuse me that that back road. You know where Taylor Ranch should go into the the back area. And there's that road, and all those homes are up against the rocks. All those homes that are up against the rocks, that is all CD2. The ones that are on this side, I believe of, let's see, if, what's the name of it? Unser Boulevard are all CD1. What the hell kind of campaigning and cutting up is this going to be? Why couldn't they leave it just about the same? Hasn't been much growth. <laughs> Hasn't been much much growth, but they needed to go ahead and uh, make sure that they. I don't. I don't know. What was it? Uh, it was more of a Hispanic thing. Okay. okay. All right. So you go to I forty. If you from I forty headed south, okay, from south from I forty, and then east of the river, ladies and gentlemen, you are pretty much in CD one, University of New Mexico, CD one. And here's where it's going to get really nice and weird for us right here in the Kiva. We are in CD1, but I could literally throw a rock right next to, uh, <clears throat> what would that be? 
<laughs> right until I get, as soon as I get on the freeway at San Jose Cemetery, I'm immediately in CD2. We are broadcasting our signal. Okay, I'm sending my signal less than a mile from where I'm at from CD1, and I'm sending it directly to CD2, which is where our, our tower is in CD2, and our broadcast station is CD1. This is completely and totally asinine. All right. This is why people were so upset. We'll get to CD3 in uh, just a moment because there's, you know, some more boundaries that we, and, and it's hard to do on the radio to sort of tell you. Um, okay, so everything this side of the river, uh, once you are past, and what I mean this side of the river means east of the river, once you pass, it uh, looks like uh, Gibson, actually, once you pass, uh, once you get to the airport, Everything this side of the river, all of that is CD1. Okay? Airport stays in CD1. Airport stays in CD1. All the rest of that uh, stays in CD1. Okay, so now let's cut up to, and all of, most of Rio Rancho, for the most part, is in CD3. So the cut up, because the fastest growing population, so that you understand this completely, Joseph Cervantes was focused on Rio Rancho and the west side. How many ways could he cut up that population? Remember, this is the, the highest number of votes that I received as a Republican. As a Republican in the mayoral race, all came from the west side. The idea is if I would have got Rio Rancho and the west side to vote, and let's just say Rio Rancho is part of Albuquerque, thank God, I think the people in Rio Rancho are happy that, it, that it's not, right, of course. Um, I, we, would have, we would have probably won it or been pretty close to beating Tim Kelly. Based upon the fastest growing population in the entire state, which is Rio Rancho, okay? They wanted to cut up the conservative vote, and that's exactly what they have done, to make sure that we don't have any Republican representation from CD1 and even CD2 up in Washington, D.C. Now, the, the spread on this, if I'm not mistaken, Dowd, I think the new spread for CD1 has in increased significantly. Mm -hmm. uh, the I think it went from a plus six. I think it was what fifty was it fifty three forty seven. It was a it was a plus eighteen. Now it's down to a plus Democrat eleven. Oh, CD1 has gone down. to CD1's gone down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have and, that. And so has CD3. But what they want to do is boost Democrat in CD2. That's the ultimate. Goal. Right. Yeah. That is it. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um. Thank you for that. It went from 18 to 11? Yeah. I must have read this wrong or something like that. Okay. So now we've got uh, CD2. Here's what's really weird about CD2. CD2 covers everything from, what do we have? Carlsbad. That's about it. And, uh, by the way, Hobbs, most of Hobbs is in CD3. Yeah, north of and Hobbs is. Yep. Yeah, the airport. When Steve Pierce has to take a plane out of a Lee County Regional Airport, uh, he's got to travel to CD2, but he lives in CD3, yes. which is literally a stone's throw from where he's at. Our next representative from CD3. Uh, apparently. <laughs> Some are, are claiming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the other weird part. Artesia is now in CD3. Lovington is in CD3. Half of Roswell. Yes, they cut up Roswell <laughs> as well. Okay, Got to cut it up because it's a fast-growing population. Half of Roswell is in CD3. Portales, Clovis, Bellevue, Tucumcari, okay? Up north to Clayton, Springer, whoever's running for CD3, 
That is a one large amount of area that you're going to have to traverse to go ahead and campaign. Have fun making the rubber chicket circuit uh, yeah. on that one. Whoa. you got to go from Shiprock, Farmington, Bloomfield, Dulce, Chama, Cuesta, Raton, Clayton, Springer, Las Vegas, Tucumcari, Bellevue, Clovis, Portales. Like, this makes absolutely no sense. And then, of course, like I said, Lovington, Roswell, Artesia, and most of Hobbs. So in CD2, what do you get? Carlsbad, Alamogordo, Tularosa, Las Cruces, Anthony, Deming, Hatch, Truth or Consequences, all the most places. And it goes all the way up. And here's what's really interesting about CD2 is it starts cutting I-25 in half. Yep. If you were on one side of I-25, you were in CD3. Or wait, wait, wait. You're in CD1, excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Wow. Yeah, you're in CD1, so they cut that up. So if you are on the east side of I-25, for the most part, in Valencia, Las Lunas, Belen, Peralta, you are in CD1. If you are on the, yeah, if you're on the east side, you're in CD1. If you're on the west side of that whole area, you are now in CD3. And so what they were really trying to cut out was this whole South Valley area. Mm-hmm. And everything in the South Valley going up and down I-25, Bridge, uh, Raymac, Gun Club, Rio Bravo, all of that area, ladies and gentlemen, all the South Valley for the most part, including I-40 and much of the west side, which is uh, nil, the uh, uh, Unser Boulevard, Ladera, all of that is now CD2. With, with Isleta dumped into CD2, a notch carved out. Uh, for obvious reasons, voting voting reasons. <laughs> yeah, the entire Isleta Indian Reservation somehow yeah. is in CD2. Yeah. That's the uh, large jut that goes all the way up against the mountain. So there you go. Love to get your feedback on any of this. Not sure if our phones uh, will work, but we're going to try it. So you're welcome to call in be the first to uh, go ahead and uh, test it. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. I do know that CD3 is in a better position for Republican. Yes. I guess uh, 40 shares is already angling for one Steve Pierce <laughs> to be running. And then Alexis Martinez-Johnson, what did she get? All of uh, 10, 11%? Uh, for for uh, mayor, she did better as a congressional candidate there. Yeah, she did very poorly. Yeah, what mayor. did she get as a congressional candidate? Uh, let me check. I think she was like uh, mid-30s, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I think better than a Republican had done in a long time. All right, uh, your reactions when we return, 550-5500. That's 550-5500 right here in the Kiva 444, back in three. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day, local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Chris Napier here with Lone Depot. 
the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild, tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Rose, so straight to you and me. I'm here to come in here tonight. Hold on. 448 here at the Kiva. Yeah, just 
just trying to figure out which uh, which side of the uh, the uh, ear the uh, headphones are coming on. So just uh, trying to hang in there. But hey, we're doing it. I'm getting used to it. It's a brand new board after working off of that board for since the very first day of Kiva, right up until Saturday. I'm not sure what happened, but I got to tell you, uh, it all happened at the right to right right time. It was Saturday was one two one one two one twelve. 11, 21. Dad, are you there? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, I got you. I'm with you. Make sure I can uh, hear you. Okay, now we're going to do the phones. I'm going to check, see if I can hear for the phones for the first time. Uh, Carlo, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. How's it going? I'm good. I can hear you. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing well so far. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm driving from home from work, and, uh, and I live in Rio Rancho, and I don't understand how the powers to be we're able to uh, cut up our district the way they did it. Can you explain that to us some more? Yeah, I, uh, it's just greed. It's corruption. Uh, it's uh, it's Democrats. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. This is the behavior that we expect from them. They don't play fair. And, uh, you know, I think geographically, rather than cut this up along, uh, I think Joseph Cervantes' uh, big push was to get more Hispanic, if I'm not mistaken, down representation in each of the districts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that was the, the focus because you're up in Rio Rancho. Whereabouts are you? What are your cross streets? Well, I live in the middle uh Sunson 528. Where at? Sunson 528. What's that? Can you spell that first? I'm having a hard time hearing you. Sorry. The first uh, word was My what? Phone is echoing. Sunson. S-U-N-D-E-T. Over by the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's uh, drawing a total blank for me. Never been there, but uh, Sunson 528. So you're going to be. It looks like uh, from all. All looks of it, you'll be in CD1 instead of CD3. And th- that was part of the purpose, is to get you guys out of CD3. So somebody hailing from the fastest growth. And, you know, Rio Rancho has the opportunity to grow another 250,000 people. I don't know if you know that or not. I mean, they've got enough land for I, that. Well, it's huge. And most of the people that I know and why we moved up there is because it's conservative. Yep. Uh, what what was conservative? Now Melanie Stansbury is going to be your representative. Wow, uh, that that hurts my that hurts my heart. If I would lived in Albuquerque, I definitely would have voted for you. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Well, maybe uh, if I ever run for CD one again, maybe you can vote for me then. Uh, don't think it's going to be this time around. I appreciate uh, I appreciate you calling very much. Yep, love your show. All right, thanks so much. I'm, I'm glad people can uh, hear us. Yeah. Eddie, let me just give you a quick uh, rundown on the, yeah. the, the the Democrat advantage now with the new plan. Um, right now in the first district, where, where we broadcast from, uh, out basically Metro Albuquerque, Melanie Stansbury as the Democrat has a 18 percentage point advantage as Democrats over Republicans. They're willing to sacrifice seven of those points to bring her down to an 11 point advantage. Uh, we'll, we'll get to how they're doing that in a second. Um, Currently in the third congressional district, district, the TLF, I call her total left-wing fool, uh, Teresa Leger Fernandez has a 14-point advantage. With the new map, she'll only have a five-point Democratic over Republican advantage. So they're willing to sacrifice point the advantages they have in those districts for a big gain, what they see as a big gain in the second district, which we're currently is primarily southern New Mexico. Right now there's a Republican 14-point edge in the Yvette Harrell district. That's a congressional district, too. If this map goes through, and we expect the governor will sign this, 
the Democrats will have a four-point edge. That is a huge swing from a Republican plus 14 to a Republican minus four. So basically what they're doing is they're, they're redrawing the map to give up some percentage points in the first and third congressional districts in order to get an advantage in the second congressional district. Basically. Can we get the people in the South Valley to stay home and keep them from voting so we can keep our Republican seat down south? Mm-hmm. You know, what what can we uh, what can we do? <laughs> I, I tell you, more than anything else, just because I have a soft spot in my heart for Rio Ranch uh, for um, Rui Doso, and if it's not Angel Fire, it's Rui Doso moving forward, where I'm going to spend the rest of my life. The idea that Rui Doso in 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 Lincoln County is now going to be part of the first congressional district, which used to be Metro Albuquerque, it's just so bizarre. They but they will do whatever they need to confer upon themselves what they perceive to be an advantage. We'll find out, I guess, moving forward. All right, let's get uh, your feedback via text by 50, 50, 500. Eddie, thank you, Eddie. Love the music. Yeah, that would, uh, let's see. Let's see, uh, In the Air Tonight was yes. on uh, Miami Vice this day back in uh, 1985. Yes. I think that's uh, one of the songs that literally put Miami Vice uh, on the map. Actually, no, it was the kind of de facto theme of the pilot, which had aired earlier. This was the second oh, season God. episode. We are looking at the anniversary of 1985 of when Bill Collins himself played a role, an acting role, in, uh, I believe it was the, I had to look this up, the uh, second season episode, uh, second, it was in the second season, he played Phil the Shill. <laughs> Phil the Shill. U.S. Attorney General Garland is suing Texas for the redistricting, which he claims is helping Republicans, so he will sue New Mexico, too, since it blatantly helps Democrats. <laughs> Good, that's funny. Good point. <laughs> Where was uh, Monotone Steve Pierce during all this? Oh, wait, he's driving up and down Central looking for someone to run against Stansbury. I didn't see him talking to Don Schrader, so there is hope. Okay, that's from uh, Steve. Eddie, this is one of the most frustrating things about living in New Mexico. The redistricting map clearly shows the Democrats are doing nothing but trying to increase their power. People of the state do nothing more than vote for the party instead of the person. When and if they ever wake up will be a cold day in hell. And uh, just got sent this. This is the uh, the draft. Okay, so here we are. <clears throat> I have the uh, breakdown. Will the Republican Party lawsuit? Uh, uh, let's see. I live on Bluesy Loop. I don't know what that is. Uh, will the Republican Party lawsuit against this help at all? Uh, is there a lawsuit out? I don't think there, there are always lawsuits over redistricting. Hundred percent. Let's see. Okay, so uh, it's actually D plus nine. For Stansberry, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. What it was is D plus nine. Harrell was R plus eight. Leger Fernandez was D plus seven. Okay. So now the voting age population. This is the new information that has come out. Okay, the new districting. <clears throat> right. Trying to understand this. Well, I tell you, anyway, hold, hold, hold. yeah, I, I, won't, I won't throw in more numbers because the, the basic point is they're making two districts more competitive in order to do better in the southern part of the state, basically. So if I'm Teresa Legere Fernandez in the north, and if I'm Lonely Girl Melanie Stansbury in Metro Albuquerque, I don't know that I'm looking at the Democratic Party and saying you have my best interest at heart. If you're willing to carve things up to make our two districts a little more competitive in order to so you can take uh, the southern part of the state. Um, I don't know that I'm that thrilled if I'm uh, TLF and Lonely Girl uh, regarding this. You know, you're you're making us potentially working hard, have to work harder to maintain our phony baloney jobs in the legislature, the national legislature, in order to capture that final seat uh, in the South, which has a Republican edge until the map right. changes. So, 
Let me let me, uh, well, let, me just, let me jump in these numbers if if I can. I'll say so. Currently in CD one, there's forty five point one percent Hispanic. It goes from forty five point one percent Hispanic to thirty seven point six percent Hispanic. White increases from forty two point one percent to forty nine point four percent. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, less less Hispanic in Albuquerque. There's all your silver hair ponytail crowd, your uh, white guilt enablers. Uh, that are coming in. So that's a loss of 7.5% Hispanic. That's a gain of 7.3% white uh, overall in CD1. In CD2, you go from currently 50.8% Hispanic to 56.1% Hispanic. There you go. That's what they did. They cut it out of uh, CD1. Yes. yes. And they stuck it in CD2. So you go to 50.8 to 56.1. And then you go from 39% white in CD2 the 33.3% white. They're just like, get rid of white people in CD2 so we can go ahead and, and win, and then the other ones are nominal. That is a gain of 5.3% Hispanic in CD2 and subtracting 6% white in CD2. All right, Lazier Fernandez goes from 37.1% Hispanic to 39.7% Hispanic and 40.2% white to 38.4% white. Um, so it's 40, 40 uh, across the board. And then everything else is, is split, uh, as it is currently here's the, here's the numbers. R plus eight, 55.5% in CD two with the current, uh, proposal that is coming in. That's a subtraction of 9.1%, 9.1%. In CD one, D plus nine, it is a gain for the Republicans. In CD1, a 4.2%. And in, C, uh, excuse me, in, <clears throat> in CD2, it's a loss of 9.1. In CD1, it's a gain of 4.2. And in CD3, it's a gain of 3.6. So that's what you're looking at right now. It's all cut up. It's very messy and quite ugly. But that's the way the uh, Democrat Party is going to play this all the way. And this is what is going to set for your U.S. congressional uh uh, voting for the United States House for the next 10 years, mm -hmm. which would make it pretty close, from what I can tell, to impossible to get any Republican elected, I think, in uh, CD1 and make it very difficult in CD2. CD3, I think, is now a little bit more open, and that has a lot to do with the oil and gas money as well. And Legere Fernandez uh, was uh, crying a lot about they, that. They, they run the show. They're going to do whatever they perceive to be in their interest. So So fair. All right, 550-5500, let's hit the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.com today. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. I know like the folks in, in western Kentucky, um, I'm not doing so well today. And I'm not sure how many of us uh, are. Kentucky Democratic Governor Andy Brashear making those comments while providing an update after tornadoes brought devastation to the Commonwealth. The governor saying at least 74 people are dead in his state and adding at least 109 are unaccounted for and cautioning that the death toll is likely to rise. USA Gymnastics is agreeing to a settlement with the victims of former national team doctor Larry Nasser. 
The settlement with the U.S. Olympics and Paralympic Committee equals $380 million. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin is concerned about inflation as a result of President Biden's pending Build Back Better legislation. Manchin's comments coming as he had a call with the president today. USA Radio News. If cancel culture and censorship continue at their current pace, there will soon be nothing left of the truth. The Epic Times was founded to keep truth alive. We ask the questions we think you'd ask. We check facts without regards to any political agenda. No one tells us what to cover or how to cover it. We're not influenced by big corporations or political parties. Our great passion is to expose the spread of socialism and communism. We cover the Chinese Communist Party and how it works to subvert American education and politics. We cover big issues like election integrity, the exploding national debt, the fight against coronavirus, and the truth about its origins. We cover Democrats and Republicans in exactly the same way. We have a special trial subscription offer right now. One month of our printed paper and total access to our amazing online content for just one dollar. You'll find it at TrustedNewspaper.com. One month, one dollar. TrustedNewspaper.com. Help the Epic Times keep truth alive. The parents of two sisters who survived a fatal November 30th shooting at Oxford High School in Michigan filed a federal lawsuit against the school district and its officials. One sister saw the other get shot in the neck during the shooting. Attorney Jeff Feger joins Fox News to condemn the school district. I can't tell you chapter and verse what they've done or haven't done because they haven't revealed it. We'll find out in due time. But the court was alarmed enough to enter an order prohibiting them from doing anything, including deleting the LinkedIn pages, which is improper. The lawsuit seeks $100 million in damage. Four students were murdered and several others seriously injured in the shooting. The Supreme Court will not block New York's COVID vaccine requirement for health care workers. 20 health care providers sued to get out of the requirement, citing religious concerns. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. D. James Kennedy Ministries, the namesake of the late pastor of Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, is asking the Supreme Court to take up its four-year-old defamation lawsuit against the Southern Poverty Law Center, arguing the actual malice standard established in the court's landmark New York Times v. Sullivan case should be tossed. The ministry sued SPLC in 2017 after the Birmingham, Alabama-based organization designated the media ministry as a hate group. The ministry saying it is far from a hate group and preaches biblical messages, including the tenant that marriage was created to be between a man and a woman. A waitress is let go after receiving a large tip at her restaurant. An Arkansas waitress, Ryan Brandt, is fired after a group of Good Samaritans left her a $4,400 tip. The restaurant manager ordered her to keep just 20% and split the rest with the entire staff, then fired her for not following through. 
The waitress at Oven and Tap in Bentonville, Arkansas, said the rule never existed before the generous tip. Grant Wise represents the people that gave the big tip. The server that we worked with the closest was uh, let go from her job at the restaurant. And I can't fully understand why, but I think it's incredibly unfortunate and especially this close to the holidays. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from the... Albuquerque's macro... 505 in the 505. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rocket Talk. I am KIVABQ.FM, rockettalk.com. 550-5500, hour two just for you. Right here in the Kiva. I think I'm coming through. I'm like uh, adjusting uh, headphones here. We had a board that totally burnt out and uh, it fried after all those years. And uh, here we are trying to pull it all together, D. Dowd Muska, as best we can here on this Monday. I think we're working through the kinks. Uh, yep. hard, hard, hard to work with new equipment, but uh, we're doing it. Uh, in the first hour, we outlined what was happening uh, throughout the rest of the state as the redistricting going goes on uh, here in the state of New Mexico. Uh, if it wasn't, completely and totally evident to you that the Democrats are unfair and they will do everything they possibly can to make sure that uh, they win every election. Not only do they cheat at the polls, they cheat when it comes to redistricting. Uh, (laughs) They cheat with the media. They cheat all the time. So we'll uh, try to slug it out and uh, see what we do, Uh, especially as uh, far as Rio Rancho. Welcome, Rio Rancho. You're now part of CD1 uh, going forward. Uh, South Valley... You know, Belen, Los Lunas, if you're hearing us uh, out there, you are definitely part of uh, CD2. Um, I know that you were looking at uh, some other information out there, Dowd. We were saying two different pieces of information. Where were you getting yours? And uh, you thought it was accurate, but it wasn't. I don't actually know. I don't know which is accurate. (laughs) We're going to get lost in the numbers. I don't care about the numbers anymore. They are sacrificing the advantage they have with Melanie Stansberry and Teresa Leger-Fernandez by redrawing the map to boost that southern uh, congressional district. So they will, the Democrats will not have as strong an advantage in the congressional district number one, which currently is Metro Albuquerque, and they will not have the advantage they have in congressional district three, which is northern New Mexico. They're, they redrew the map in order to put more Democrats in the southern portion of the state, make, carve out that, that district so that, so that there could be more Democrats in CD2. So... Whatever the advantages are, the math will just is dizzying. It's like I'm trying to think over the break, Eddie. Say you say you're a big say you're Jerry Jones and you own three different football teams. Okay, okay. you have two football teams that are just big, big, strong, tough football teams. Right. And then one of your football teams is kind of a fifty-fifty. You know, kind of wins as often as it loses. What they're doing is they're taking some of their best players from their two strong football teams and they're kicking them over to the third football team to make that more competitive, if not dominant. It's just pure power politics. Um, it's what you, it's what is being done in Republican states to strengthen the advantage Republicans have. This is just, I, I couldn't care less about gerrymandering. Politics is dirty. It's always dirty. A very wise man said, all politicians are scumbags. They, they literally write the laws yeah, that so that they can, that's what they lawmakers do. They write the laws. So they're going to write into the law advantages for themselves, for their buddies, for their cronies, for their donors for the people on the welfare programs they pass. So um, that's what they're doing. They're trying to give one of the uh, congressional districts in the state that is not Democrat-dominated more of an edge so they can take all three, basically. And again, they have an almost two-to-one advantage in the legislature. They can write these laws as they see fit. They can draw these boundaries as they see fit. The 
response from the Republican Party should be better messaging, <laughs> better recruitment of candidates, more principled activity, better vision, and go out there and actually compete and rather than just sort of perpetuate the learned helplessness of the Republican Party in the state. There's really nothing they can do. They can file a lawsuit. There's probably nothing that's going to come of it. Most gerrymandering lawsuits come, come to naught. The Democrats are they're in command. They are at the front of the train driving that engine. They can do whatever. They can plow over anything in their way. The way you beat them is to be smarter and be better and be more principled and have a better vision and articulate it better and have better candidates. And that's what the Republican Party needs to do. I wish they were capable of, of doing that. All right, everybody, uh, listen to me for like the next, uh, I don't know, um, three, five minutes. Let me know if there's any uh, cutouts anymore. There shouldn't be any more cutouts. I think I may have fixed the issue here, and it had a lot to do with uh, in and out When I'm getting real hot, it like now, it flips. So I think that was uh, what was happening. I had to lower the mics way down. Our, our board might be working a little bit too good down. That might be the uh, problem. Let's talk about uh, education here in the state of New Mexico. Uh, you're welcome to text in 550-5500. Don't forget we're on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can download the apps at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Uh, Santa Fe, what have we seen in Santa Fe as far as real estate? Real estate prices have gone, they've shot up. I believe the median home price is like five hundred and seventy-five thousand yep, dollars. Yep. Um, we know that this is unsustainable at this time. Apparently, Pulte has uh, decided that they're going to roll out a thousand units. I don't know how they're even going to be able to get that done, given where uh, commercial, excuse me, uh, construction prices and holdups and everything are at right now. Uh, tell me how it sounds. Let's see. Sounds good. 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 All right. Good. Uh, we got our our favorite gal listening uh, in this afternoon. She says it sounds good. So um, we are going to have more supply. There's only about 800 or so homes that are actually on the market here in Albuquerque. All right. Now, back in the day when there's a fast-growing economy, when there's a fast-growing city, a fast-growing you know, state, what is it that you always see? They used to say in Las Vegas they were building a school a week. They used to say that about yes. Las Vegas, Nevada. They're like, oh, there's schools, there's schools, there's more and more schools. Well, here's something that's really interesting, and it's always in the patterns. This is where you want to pick this stuff up. Okay, uh, For example, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, unsustainable, 30.8% year over year, year over year. Just, just get this, house appreciation. Oh, there's all sorts of equity, right? got crazy equity all sorts of stuff i mean you literally have people say that until until you adjust for something called inflation ladies and gentlemen okay now real estate's a pretty good hedge against inflation okay it's a big unit it encompasses all things and it goes up and down overall with the market but as i was having a conversation uh with some very intelligent people this morning says inflation surges to 39 year High ahead of the 2021 Christmas season, 40-year increase with interest rates at an all-time low. The money is free. The swaps aren't happening. It's funny money. There's about $10 trillion out there. Okay, now we're going to get back to why this matters to Santa Fe and what you're actually seeing in the marketplace, what you're actually experiencing, and not from a real estate standpoint, but from another standpoint altogether. You really want to track the growth of any city, you'll be able to make that determination by 
the growing number of enrollment in schools. Okay, families growing, people living, people spend more money after they buy a home. This is what happens. Like this is the way this works. Okay? And you have to kind of take a holistic approach to this whole entire thing because you can't look at this stuff just inside a vacuum. You, you, you cannot. Okay? You have to look at this all connected. I've told you prices year over year in uh, Santa Fe they're approaching six hundred thousand. Prices year over year in a place like Phoenix escalating thirty point eight percent, the hottest market in the entire country. Okay, everything seems to be blocking over there, unaffordable at this point. I mean, if you're making you know forty fifty thousand dollars, you're living in the poorhouse, folks, in Phoenix, Arizona. If you're not clearing six figures and you've invested like two years hence, you ain't buying a house in Phoenix. That's just the way that it is. Salt Lake City is the most attractive place to move. Boise, Idaho, the most attractive place to move. They're going to have probably 7 8% growth in the real estate, about 15% improvement. That's more healthy, okay? It's not a hot market. It's not scorching. It's not free money. It's not people spending, you know, $400 a square foot for a home, $300 a square foot for a home that was built 30, 40 years ago, like, it, like what happens in Phoenix, okay? Now, back to Santa Fe. If you have a median price that's escalated somewhere between 450 to 575,000 over the period of about about 17 months, 18 months from the first time that we tracked this, you would think that the Santa Fe economy is doing doing pretty well. Restaurants shut down, people not going into hotels, people not exchanging money, things are shut down here, restaurants closing down. What the hell is happening? Well, we're not going to look at the restaurants, COVID. We're not going to look at uh, hotels, COVID. We're not going to look at uh, the ski season. Well, climate change, right? Is that what they're saying now? <laughs> Crap like that. You're going to look to the schools. This is bad. How bad is New Mexico doing? Look to the Santa Fe school system. Pasuki Elementary had more than 100 students roaming its halls at the start of 2018-2019. Now it has fewer than 70. I don't know. What's that a loss of, Dowd? About uh, 30 some odd percent? percent, I think. <laughs> yeah. Southside Elementary, K-8 community schools, trouble with overcrowding in recent years in Santa Fe. The city's population drifted away from the north and the east have faced startling student losses, according to 40-day counts. Here we go. Ortiz Middle School saw a drop of 135 students. Midtown Milagro, with a new $30.3 million campus there that opened in 2019, there you have it. lost 110. No, the schools aren't keeping people in. Dozens of classrooms, small schools, empty, empty, empty. Superintendent Hilario Larry Chavez says he's focused on bringing schools back. School board president Kate Noble says she doesn't see a need for fewer schools. Nope. But she noted an opportunity to reconsider the idea of geographical boundaries determining which school students attend. Yes, this is just a... When you lose 30, 40%, uh, it's just redistribution, right? Envisions filling classrooms of uniquely focused schools with students based upon their individual needs, according to Santa Fe, New Mexico. <laughs> clever, clever dodge there. New Mexico Kate. Public Education Department reported last week statewide enrollment numbers on the 40th day of school were flat, meaning that was little change from last year. Santa Fe Public Schools saw significant losses. Why? There's a bunch of weird adults that live up there. Let's just say that for Charters. Plus, they don't spend a whole lot of school, and they're very afraid of the COVID. In 2020, the count was 560 kids lower in 2019, a number that would grow to more than 600 the following year and would cost the district 
three million dollars in state funding. That's the crisis, ladies. Mm, <laughs> lack of money. It's money. costing us costing us a lot. We can't lot build. We can't hire more. <laughs> Let's dig into the numbers, shall we? Let's go. Uh, I really feel like we should go line by line. Let's just cover all of the schools. Okay. Back in 2018, Asequia Madre Elementary had 155 students. Now in 2021, 154. Oh, yeah, lost a student over three years, but basically flat. I feel like I should do the math. Let's do the math. Sounds better when I speak softer. Try backing off the gain and pushing up the volume just a touch on the board. What, what do we have, audio engineers out there? Thank you. <laughs> Not, it's not handling. It's not handling my my strength the way the other one did. Got to got to change everything about the way that I do things. All right, here, here we go. What is this? Huh. How strange is that? Okay, <clears throat> let's do the numbers. Amy Beal Community up in Santa Fe. Three hundred and forty students today. 473 students in 2018 for a loss of 29.2% over a three-year period. Aspen Community Magnet, 347 students today. Back in 2018, they had 86.1%. So actually a loss of 13.9% over a period of three years now. Let's see. Atalaya Elementary. 285 in 2021. Back in 2018, 313 for a loss of nearly 10%. Capital high. 1,454 in 2021. Back in 2018, they had 1421. I mean, uh, 1454 in 21, 1421 in 18 for a gain of 2.3% over three years. Carlos Gilbert Elementary, 313 in 2021. Now at, at uh, 347 for a loss of 9.8%. Cesar Chavez Elementary, 355 in 2021 for a loss of 413 at a loss of 14.1% over a 3-year period. Every single one but Capital High has lost. 214 for Chaparral Elementary. Back in 2018, they had 298 for a loss of 29.2% at Chaparral Elementary. Desert Sage, 70 year, 70 kids its first year, 9 through 12. Second year, 336 grades K through 12. E.J. Martinez Elementary, 201 in 2021, 272 back in 2018. Yeah, that's a loss of 24.2%. 26.2%. Early college opportunities has gained two students since 2018, from 117 to 119. Ortiz Middle School. Oh, huge job. Yeah. 491 students in 2021, down from 626 students in 2018 for a loss of 30.2%, folks. El Camino Real Academy, not a, not a huge drop. 748 students this year. Back in 2018, they were at 848 for a loss 
of 11.8% over a three-year period. A lot of double-digit losses in the Yeah, equity. every single one, save two so far, okay? A gain on a 9.8. 423, uh, 423 students at El Dorado Community uh, 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 School. 512 back in 2018 for a loss of 17.4%. Nava Elementary has 173 students back in 2018 that 196. Gonzalez Community, 2021 had 348 this year. 429 is what they started with back in 2018. Kearney Elementary has lost more than 100 students. Yep. 340 students this year. That's a quarter. They have lost 24.5% at 444. Here's a big one. Mandela International Magnet. 224 back in 2018, they've actually gained. Yeah. 277. I don't know what's going but on. These over few there. schools that gain are not nowhere near making up for the ones that are losing. Right. 528 in 2018 for La Magro, uh, Milagro Middle School. They've lost more than 100 to go down to 408. 20%. I mean, huge. 754 for Nina Otero Community uh, uh, Educational Institution in 2018. 678 in 2021. Nye Early has gone from 169 to 152. Pinon from 545 to 514. Sweeney from 462 to 307. That actually might be the biggest drop out of all of them. 307 for Sweeney in 2021. That is a loss, and I'm right, of 33.6% at Sweeney Elementary. Ramirez Thomas Elementary has lost about 50 students from 497 to 443. Salasad Elementary has dropped 53 students from 260 to 207. Santa Fe High has gained only about 58 students from 1536 to 1594. Tasuke Elementary has dropped considerably. Actually, this might be a, a big uh, drop as well. Looks like Tasuke Elementary. A little over 30%. Uh, yeah, about 33, I think. Yep, it is uh, 33.7%. Tsuki Elementary, the worst performer. And finally, Wood Gormley Elementary from 340 to 292, a drop of 48 students. You can't say that Santa Fe is growing. No. I don't care how much the home prices increase. I don't care what the new census says, and I don't even know what the census says. What does 2010 say to 2020? Didn't they say that Santa Fe was the fast, one of the fastest-growing cities? Yeah, let me check on I that. I think demographically, it's got to be probably one of the more aging cities as well at the very same time. I would say Santa Fe, not a great place to raise a child. I think a lot of people would probably agree with that. I would like to see the same exact numbers from 2018 to 2021 over a four-year period. And what's really significant about that is that is the same exact amount of time that Michelle Lujan Grisham has been in, has been in the governor's mansion. And I do want to say that there used to be this, uh, do you guys recall that uh, one particular commercial that uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, the educational commercial for Michelle Lujan Grisham? Where they were trying to outrun the bus? I'm not sure if you remember that. This was the school bus uh, commercial for one Michelle Lujan uh, Grisham uh, when she started out. This was very interesting. We're 47th in math, 49th in reading, 
50th for K through 12, 50th for high school graduates, 50th for college readiness. State government is leaving our kids behind. I'm Michelle Lujan Grisham, and our students, teachers, and parents deserve a lot better. As governor, I'll invest in pre-K, math, and science, apprenticeships, and to reduce student loan debt. We will change this. Well, apparently she has it. She has only made it worse. And most importantly, she's made it worse in the areas that are right by the place where she actually works. Somebody should take that. I mean, McCluskey, if he happens to run with Ron Ketty or Zanetti's handlers, it should, you guys should run with that commercial. Run with that bus commercial and then bleed that into, well, here's what she promised. Here's what she left us. And she left all those kids back at their house because they're not attending school any longer. They left the state or their homeschool. Yeah, they're they're just gone altogether, folks. Maybe there is a lot of homeschooling going on. Maybe there needs to be an adjustment. But when you have an average loss of one fifth, and then you have an increase, an exorbitant increase in the budget for the educational institution, it doesn't match up, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't match up. And if anything, we should be defunding and removing money from these schools. We should be removing money from these educational institutions and putting it back into a managed account for each of these people so they can go and pull this and have school choice. Money follows let the, the money. Exactly. Let the money follow the student. If it follows them out of there, let it follow them out of there. We know that people will do whatever they can if they're good parents to take care of their kids and make sure that they're educated. It really is that simple. Well, Eddie, you know, you talk about the silver-haired ponytails. The feds are reporting that in the 2010s, so 2010 to 2019, Santa Fe actually experienced a 4.7% population growth rate at the same time that the school population is falling off a cliff. I mean, it's it's really, it is really, the families are not establishing themselves in Santa Fe. It's these older, trustafarian, artiste types. Uh, school enrollment is Falling at a time when the population actually rose a little bit, and uh, we know the kind of people who populate Santa Fe increasingly. Apparently, Whew. good stuff. Down back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva on AM sixteen hundred KIVA ABQ FM RockofTalk.com. We appreciate everybody giving us uh, plenty of feedback here uh, as well, especially what we're trying to do with our uh, our board here. It's uh, pretty tough. We got a brand new board. We're trying to make it work. Actually, a replacement board until the brand new board comes in here. We're going to check in with Murder Mike right after the break and uh, see what's happening over the last uh, 24 hours, including an update on uh, last night's pedestrian uh, fatality there at the uh, River of Life. You can look at the menu, but you just can't eat. You can feel the cushion, but you can't have a seat. You can dip your foot in the pool, but you can't have a swim. You can feel the punishment, but you can't feel it. And you want to, and she wants it. We want everyone, and you want to, and she wants it. No one, no one, no one ever is to blame. 
personal injury from a car crash you need an attorney with integrity i'm mark caruso caruso law offices i am very pleased with my car accident case that caruso law offices helped me settle i hope i never need your services again but if i do i'll come back thanks caruso law offices will fight for you caruso law offices 883-5000 your personal injury attorney with integrity 883-5000 carusolaw.com this is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. The Medicare annual enrollment period is now open to save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the new Medicare options just released before the December 7th deadline. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Again, 505-350-3858. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Chris Napier here with Loan Depot. The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, Give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. 
Hey, Grandpa and Stella, we need to get back to work. We are working, Ava. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work. You do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, hey Ava, Ava, we, we want, want a raise. raise. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. A little news here, 533 here in the Kiva. Yeah, we're working out the kinks. Thanks for uh, being with us on our brand new board here. Uh, Huey, gotta love Huey. Uh, Huey Lewis in the news. And speaking of the news, we've got uh, one Murder Mike, I believe, on hold. Let's see. There we go. Murder Mike is there. Murder, how are you doing? Murder Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Eddie. How's that new board working out for you? Not very well. I'm uh, still adjusting to it. I am sorry to hear that, but uh, it's uh, fading in and out. Okay, am I? Okay, I'm sorry about that. Is this any better at all? No, you're good. You're good. You're you're as good as can be. All right, sounds good. I I know because the audio problems, I'll try to make this a short one. No, that's okay. Go ahead. Well, it was a busy weekend for first responders and law enforcement. Tragically ending Sunday evening with another pedestrian fatality. You know, as you alluded to earlier on Sunday. Hey, uh, Murder sure, Mike, yes, Murder Mike, can you hold yes, on sir. a sec? Uh, yeah. Dowd, can you understand him? Um, I, I can, but it's a little uh, funky. You know, yeah, can hard, you, to, uh, hard to describe. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> like echoing to... from various locations. And... Yeah, I'm getting an echo in my headset as well. Okay. All right, uh, try it now. How's that? All right, uh, check. audio check. What? I'm still getting a little bit of an echo. Yeah, well, we're not worried about the echo in your We're worried about whether or not we can understand you. Go ahead. I sure, sure. Be fine. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, test one, two, three, three, two, one. Go ahead. All right. On Sunday evening, shortly after 8 p.m., a father and his seven-year-old son were struck by a hit-and-run driver on Central at Tingley, as you alluded to earlier. Despite drastic measures to save the boy's life, including CPR that was done for over 15 minutes, the seven-year-old succumbed to his injuries and died at the scene. This is, if you remember, this is the second pedestrian fatality in the area in the last 72 hours. The first accident occurred last Friday morning when a Toyota Camry was speeding eastbound on Central near New York. Reportedly, the Camry left the road, striking the pedestrian on the sidewalk and fatally injuring him. And also, uh, on Sunday, moments later, after that, that pedestrian accident by, on Dingley, there was a vehicle versus pedestrian crash that happened at Bridge and Gob. There was no further details on this accident, and BCSO is investigating. On Saturday night around 7 p.m., a 14- or 15-year-old was run over by a car at Carlisle and Silver. He was conscious and breathing, suffering from a broken leg with only minor injury. No reports of the driver leaving the scene. 
Then on Friday night, shortly before 10 p.m., 2 p.m., uh, two men were pushing a car northbound on 4th, approaching Alameda, when it was struck from the rear by another vehicle. It was reported that the vehicle the two men were pushing had no lights on when it was hit. The two men sustained minor injuries and were transported to UNMH in serious but stable condition. And there was a total of 40 pedestrian-related accidents in November and 80 for the year. Since 2019, New Mexico has led the nation in pedestrian fatalities and continues to do so going into 2022. Moving into fire news, there was 10 residential structure fires over the weekend and five on Friday night, all within an hour and a half of each other, two on Saturday night, and three on Sunday night, two of which happened physically tonight. Two of which happened on the, the same street within minutes of each other, but miles apart. The first happened at 2.45 in the morning at 307 Truman Northeast. Upon arrival by AFR, there was smoke and flames showing, and a sense of attack of the fire was initiated, and the search of the dwelling commenced. Then at 3 a.m., a structure fire was, was reported at 2842 Truman Northeast. Responding firefighters reported heavy smoke showing and began an investigation. The fire was located in a rear bedroom and quickly brought under control by fire personnel. It is believed the candle may have been the source of the fire. In November, there was 40 confirmed structure fires and 80 for the year. Also, there were 11 reported drug overdoses on fentanyl over the weekend. The rise of more potent fentanyl has put many users at risk of overdose. Fentanyl is synthetically made and much easier to produce than heroin and can be 50 times more potent. Otherwise, there was a total of six, or correction, if there was a total of three sexual assaults occurred over the weekend. Additionally, there were a total of 14 aggravated assaults that reported. One occurred at a McDonald's where they went to the drive-up window, fired three shots into the window, and then left. So along with nine domestic disputes and a total of eight suicides, one suicide was involving a 14-year-old male. Unfortunately, statistics show that domestic violence and suicide tend to increase during the holiday season. We had a total of 17 calls come in reporting shots fired. There was a total of five residential burglaries reported throughout the weekend and seven cold exposure calls requiring EMS intervention. There was a total of 11 down and outs, five drunk driver bolos without, six intoxicated individuals, and seven vandalism reports. In addition, there were three cars reported stolen and 17 disturbance calls. At 10.45 on that same night, officers investigated street racing on I-25 from Alameda to Sandia Casino. No racers were located and officers with that service. And then there was another set of merchandise at a local store where suspects pointed a gun at employees when leaving the scene. And then at 12.02 a.m., there was a vehicle versus motorcycle accident at Louisiana and Candelaria. The rider was a 23-year-old male riding a moped when he was hit. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't sustain worse injuries because he only sustained a broken leg and other non-life-threatening injuries. And then on Saturday at around 3 a.m., there was a rollover accident that occurred at Coors in Montano Plaza. There was one reported entrapment, and a DWI unit did respond to the scene as one of the drivers may have been under the influence. That's kind of a quick look at the last uh, weekend there, Eddie. I hope you get your, your board problems corrected soon, and good luck with that. Thank you. Back to you, gentlemen. All right. Good stuff uh, there, Murder Mike. We appreciate it very much. It's
we're going to have to have him either come in or pre-record it uh, until further notice. Uh, it's impossible to work through that, but I think you made out most of it, Doubt. Oh, I did, yeah, I did. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, good. I think we're good. Um, 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Yeah, we are working with the uh, replacement board until you know the uh, other board gets replaced. Uh, caught fire here. Uh, about 2.30 a.m. Friday going into Saturday. So uh, very interesting uh, at that. By the way, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, no longer head of the Democratic Governors. Indeed. No longer head of the DGA. She is uh, now focused uh, going forward on her election for 2022 and uh, crime and other things. In fact, it's uh, North, Cor- North Carolina's Roy Cooper elected to lead the DGA. Uh, he was uh, the uh, current vice chair and chair-elect in 2021. Elected chair on Saturday, according to the social media post by association, which met in New Orleans. He'll succeed Michelle Lujan Grisham. He was reelected to a second four-year term of governor in 2020. Arrives on the job as 36 governorships are on the ballot in 2022. Is that a record? Doesn't it feel like a, Do they adjust one yeah, or two? It's usually about that. Yeah. Is it? Wow. Are, are, are we saying that Michelle Lujan Grisham was in New Orleans over the weekend when her state is facing uh, a public health crisis and she's doing politics. Mm, there it is. Yeah. I don't know what, uh, what, what she is doing to be quite honest, but, uh, there it is. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's, I know it's been about 11 days since they issued a press release on her website. So they've been very silent. What her, was the last Her comms have been very silent the last. Yeah. What, were, what was the last one? Uh, I think the last one had something to do with uh, probably reigniting the mask mandate. I mean, uh, reimposing the mask yeah, mandate. The reigniting. I like that. <laughs> Uh, we know we have tough races ahead in 2022, Cooper says, but our record of success is clear. We've proven we can win anywhere, whether it's presidential battlegrounds or states. How did Michelle Lujan Grisham do in 2021? She didn't have uh, hardly anything to even do. She was only there for uh, one year. Uh, back only here, two, New Jersey and Virginia. She lost She lost Virginia, and she almost lost New Jersey. Almost lost New Jersey. There it is, uh, 44. And she hopefully will lose New Mexico. Uh, here in Albuquerque, a city councilor is working to help the Department of Senior Affairs identify resources needed for Albuquerque's aging population. Councilor Clarissa Pena says she realized the need for more services, according to KRQE, in her district in southwest Albuquerque and throughout the city. An aging population study from last year found that 40% of Bernalillo County will be made up of older adults by 2030. City Council will discuss the so-called One Albuquerque Age-Friendly Action Plan. It will boost the number of volunteers in the city's Department of Senior Affairs to identify resources that are needed. Well, that is one thing that we do have. We uh, do have somewhat cheap living and an aging population, but ever increasing uh, cost uh, of uh, housing. Now, don't bet on uh, the population getting older with all those retirees by 2030. If we continue to be a murder house in Albuquerque, I think some of our older folks might go to other places in the Southwest. And let's talk about city and crime, shall we? Uh, Los Angeles Police Department detective has says, don't bother visiting crime-infested L.A. during the holidays. We don't think we can keep you safe right now. Detective Jamie McBride, who's also head of the LAPD union, much like Son Willoughby here, told Fox News Monday that Los Angeles is like the movie The Purge. All crime is legal for 24 hours. <sighs> he says, we're wondering how many times somebody has to be arrested here in L.A. before they stay in jail. It's sad to say, but it's almost safer to hang out with Alec Baldwin on a movie set than to go shopping in Los Angeles <laughs> right bump- now. That's how crazy it is. It's so violent. We're telling people, don't visit because we don't think we can keep you safe. And that's just absolutely sad to say. Uh, McBride said, we need to work on changing these laws back to make it tougher on crime. Earlier this month, Press Secretary Jensaki said the COVID-19 pandemic 
was to blame for the recent rash of theft-related crimes. Of course. And then Sarah uh, Vanestra, an area resident who moved to Wisconsin to L.A. earlier this year, told KCAL that the city has an eerie atmosphere these days. She says it's scary walking at night. <laughs> I generally thought it would be safe. Turned out not to be as safe as I thought. I'm definitely, like, carrying something on me every time I leave the house when it is dark out. And uh, there you go. And uh, finally, last Friday, I think we're at 122 homicides. Oh. No homicides over the weekend. That's true. Yeah. I guess, well, hit last run. No. Uh, we can't I, say that's a homicide. Yeah. We don't know if it's on purpose that's or true. That's anything true. else. Uh, but the last homicide, uh, officers did arrest a 38-year-old man, uh, as we had told you. Patrick Saavedra was arrested at his home Friday morning after the homicide occurred. That was on the west side. According to APD, Saavedra was accused of threatening Albuquerque Metro security guards with a gun at around midnight in the area of First and Gold. A uh, good Samaritan ran uh, to the aid of a security guard uh, where he was shot. He was booked into MDC on an open count of murder, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, KOB Channel 4 is tracking 107. We're tracking 122 on the year. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live, on demand, get the top ten news of the day, or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Did someone say waffles? Quick, go to Sunny Side Up, the place to be for the Patriot Waffle, strawberry banana and plain Belgian waffles. Sunny Side Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunny Side Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. 
Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blow-Up. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio. 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what what about about the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. All right, 551 here in the Kiva. Hopefully uh, my mic is working. I turned down the gain. Maybe it's not going to be clipping so high anymore, so hopefully that'll work. Uh, Dad, give me a test one, too. Test one, test. T- yeah. Happy birthday, Motor City Madman. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Ted Nugent. There he is. Uh, Ted Nugent, 73 years of age today. Yeah, uh, conservative activist as well. Uh, doing a lot of uh, great things out there, I suppose. Uh, let's talk about suicides just for a moment. It is that time of year, folks. People get a little bit emotional. They're, uh, you know, and Dowd will pull up the suicide hotline as always, just making sure that we have that. 800-273-8255. 800-273-8255. Uh, you can also text home to, that might be better, 741-741. Just text home, 741-741. And uh, 
Suicide can be prevented, ladies and gentlemen. You just got to uh, say something and do something about it and make sure that you're there. New Mexico is the fourth worst place when you adjust for age-adjusted rate of suicides in the nation. The most recent year is, that's available is 2019 down. New Mexico had a crude suicide rate of 24.6 deaths for 100,000, 23% higher than the national average, ladies and gentlemen. Department of Health is working in numerous ways to implement a comprehensive data-driven approach. You might want to start by opening up the economy, keep yeah. people from masking up, yeah. and uh, making sure that uh, we have uh, more pro-growth policies at this point. As far as I'm Stop concerned. terrifying people. Stop yeah. keeping people from meeting with each other because we're a social species. Yeah, I don't know. A little, few, few suggestions. These are all the things that the state of New Mexico doubt is not doing, yes. yet they are advocating for themselves to do it. I'm assuming this is like positive self-talk or positive self-care. Uh Strengthen economic supports. No, that isn't waiting for... Welfare number one. We're not waiting for money at the mailbox. Okay. It's worked so well in the past. Create protective environments. You wouldn't need to do that because, uh, you know, we care. We love each other. We do that on our own, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, how about promote connectedness? <laughs> That's a good one, guys. Uh, this level of separation, right, that's been going on for... Coweratome.com. There it is. Promote connectedness. There you go. Uh, teach coping and problem-solving skills. Where? You're not even allowed to go to, to go to school. Go hang out at uh, separate everywhere. We walked into the guitar center today. Eric and I huh? went to go get a board because we were trying to connect the uh, microphones. We didn't get one step inside guitar center before we were accosted not by one but two people yep. who were telling us immediately. Yep. Please put on your masks, as if we were going to spread anything. And I saw the most amazing thing happen. A woman was at the register. This is where we've gotten to, folks. A woman was at the register. She was checking out. You're going to love this. She was checking out. She says, hey, I'm about to walk out. You can have my mask. (laughs) Eric literally says, Hey, I don't mind. I'll take your mask and then walked in and put it on his face. Ah, I knew I liked that young man. <laughs> <laughs> like he totally didn't even care. And no, he didn't. Uh, he did not ask her out on a date. <laughs> Very intimate to wear someone else's mask. Uh, identify and support people at risk. Okay. I don't know how you do that when they're not coming out. And then lessen harms and prevent future risks. This is all just blather. Uh, yeah, you know, really I followed is. the, I, I've studied you know, regulatory agencies forever. They love to trot out this vague stuff, Eddie, and it just, it, it just amounts to nothing. <sighs> all there, Dowd. All there. All right. Uh, Quake County. You might know that where Tucum and Cary are. Tucum, Cary. Information we referenced last week bears repeating right now. The county recorded five deaths in 2016 and 2018. Three in 2017, but they've had a huge jump in the number of suicide in Quake County. In 2020, it was the largest in recent memory. She said at the time they attributed the spike to the instability and isolation from the COVID lockdowns, you think? They have doubled the number of suicides, even for a small area that is big. The most common means, as a, again, firearms at 58%, suffocation from hangings for 26%, and poisonings at 10%. Individuals 55 to 64 saw, uh, saw a slight decrease in death. 26 suicides by New Mexico residents occurred among children under the age of 18. 
half of those died by suicide in 2020 were between between the age of 15 and 44. And one more time, just for all of you out there, you want to text home to 741-741. That's home to 741-741. Or dial direct at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Let's get to all of our texts, many of you. Uh, Eddie, regarding the sound of your new board, I listen on AM. Dowd sounds normal. You're coming in a bit tin canny, like as I was listening to cheap speakers. Uh, th- these people just—I I just read it as it comes in. Remember, I would try increasing the volume. Uh, we got all the sound injuries. I can't do anything other than what I'm doing, so we'll leave it there. Uh, as you've been tweaking things, it's gotten better, but still not quite 100%. Eh, it's not a 100% board. I had regarding the redistricting here in New Mexico, wondering if the bizarre boundaries could also be due to the Dems carving out natural resources oil, coal, and gas, farmland, open space, roadways, railways, and other vital elements within New Mexico that they deem important assets and arteries that they need to control. The Democrat Party is all about power and control, and they will cheat, lie, kill, destroy anything or anyone to get it. Our current governor and mayor are prime examples uh, of this. The government's policy is just rhetorical gobbledygook. Yes, it is. Uh, Katrina checks in saying, Sure, William Stapleton embezzled $5 million from APS. Even wrote a check to a restaurant for over 900000 The restaurant is still open. <laughs> Shameful. U.S. Air Force dismissed 27 service members for refusing to get vaccinated against the coronavirus. The first members of the military believed to be forced out over the shots. Since August, when the Pentagon began requiring all troops to get, <clears throat> to get the vaccine or face dismissal, almost 96% of active duty members have had at least one shot. Guitar Center or Mass Nazi, shop at Lesman's instead. No thanks. Uh, does Mike have his radio on? Uh, no, he didn't. Let's see. Eddie, you're coming in loud and clear in Rio Rancho in, in Albuquerque. God bless you all to Kiva. God bless you in the USA. Kevin. Yes, Eddie, I'm an audio engineer. Sounds better, but compressed and a little distorted. We're working what we got. Uh, if you have a compression knob on the board, back it down to 3-1. Sounds like you could gain off the touch more. Okay. Um, we did the best we could on Saturday, so, uh, we'll sort of leave it there. Uh, Alex Jones was right. Wow. Right next to uh, things uh, for fights for the 505. Uh, as for Mike during the crime rundown, I could understand it, but the end of his words had garbled electronic sound. Best way I can describe it. No, it doesn't actually help that much. But uh, there you go. All right, third hour up next. Rona Hell, corruption. How about a little space news? And then uh, maybe your Rudolph uh, dot chat. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be good. My analysis. I think that would be uh, a good little of thing. The psychodrama yeah, that is uh, Rudolph. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Little Joe Jackson stepping out as many of you guys are heading out to Christmas parties and the like. Certainly hope that uh, you stay safe out there and stay sober as well. This is the Rock of Talks on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. A string of deadly tornadoes ripped through multiple states on Friday night, killing dozens of people. Kentucky Governor Andy Brashear spoke to reporters Monday about the impact on his state. Grace County Senior Center and Western Kentucky Allied Service Building, that's the Community Action Building, have been damaged so extensively, there's no way they can prepare meals for, for seniors. That's how mean this weather event was. The Democratic governor adding that the tornado killed at least 74 people in his state. President Biden announced he will travel to Kentucky on Wednesday to survey the damage. No U.S. troops will be punished for an August drone strike in Afghanistan responsible for killing 10 civilians, including seven children. It happened back in the capital city of Kabul just days after more than a dozen U.S. troops died in a suicide bombing. USA Radio News. Take some of the worry out of winter driving. No one wants to get stuck. Discover Track Grabber. Long the extreme traction secret of the U.S. Border Patrol, Track Grabber keeps law enforcement from getting stuck. The Department of Justice uses Track Grabber. So does the South Dakota Highway Patrol and many more. Now, Track Grabber's extreme traction is available to keep you from getting stuck. Skip the stuck. Put a set in all your vehicles. Don't have your loved ones waiting for help. Track Grabber installs as easily as jumper cables. Be the hero this holiday. Give the gift of rescue. Track Grabber Extreme Traction is lightweight, easy to use and store, safe and very effective. Get all the details at trackgrabber.com. That's trackgrabber.com. Use promo code ROCKSTAR for 20% off your full order. Go now. Supplies are limited. Trackgrabber.com. Promo code ROCKSTAR. Be a hero. Give the gift of rescue. Trackgrabber.com. Promo code ROCKSTAR. The White House is continuing to push for the Build Back Better plan. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki saying they want to see the president's Build Back Better agenda get passed into law as soon as possible, much like Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer does. Leader Schumer continues to press forward with uh, getting this done, making progress uh, in advance of Christmas, and we're fully supportive of that. Biden's set to talk to Democratic Senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, this afternoon. It's been exactly one year since the first coronavirus vaccine was released. The first doses of the Pfizer vaccine were rolled out on December 13, 2020. COVID-19 has killed more than 300,000 Americans. Hospitals were turning away sick people, and the outlook for Christmas was anything but joyous. The CDC saying as of this week, more than 237 million Americans have gotten at least one vaccine dose. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. An indoor mask mandate is back in effect in one state. New York Interim Governor Kathy Hochul has issued a mask mandate in New York starting today. 
Republican New York City Councilman Joe Borelli on Fox News points out this is a knee-jerk reaction and not based on science. The, the crazy part is that we'll see this being enforced in New York City where there's absolutely no Omicron uh, variant crisis going on whatsoever. Uh, the majority of the state is governed by Republicans, uh, conservative upstate New York. Uh, even on Long Island, you have a new county executive, Bruce Blakeman, Blake, uh, who came out and said we're not going to enforce it. So in this case, the emperor has no clothes. The governor has no ability to actually enforce and institute these fines against people. So county executives are making the decision and realizing that their hospitals are not overloaded, that Omicron is not causing a, a, a run on uh, hospitalizations or deaths, and that going to this knee-jerk reaction uh, for mandates is actually counterproductive. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Convicted former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin will be back in court for a change of a plea hearing on Wednesday. It's in the federal civil rights case against him. Chauvin had previously pleaded not guilty in the case after he was found guilty for murdering George Floyd in a criminal trial earlier this year. Week 14 of the NFL season wraps up with the Arizona Cardinals hosting the Los Angeles Rams. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Did you hear about it? That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm going to change that tune. When I'm back on top, on top in June. I said that's life Funny as it may seem Some people get their kids Stepping on dreams But I don't let it Let it get me down Cause this old world It keeps going around I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out. And I know one thing. Each time I find myself flat on my face, I pick myself up and get back in the ring. I tell you, I can't deny it. I thought I'd quit, baby, but my heart just won't buy it. And if I didn't think it was worth a single try, why, I'd jump right on a big bird, and then I'd fly. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet. A boy and a king I've been up and down And over and out But I, I know a thing Each time I find myself Playing Flat on my face I pick myself Up and get back In the rain Yeah, that's life That's life and I can't deny it Many times I thought of quitting, baby, but my heart won't buy it. 
Six in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Eric on the Rock of Talk on EM600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Happy 106th birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to the one and only Frankie Sinatra. Uh, you know, he was good friends with the uh, the Reagans, also very good friends uh, with JFK for a time. It broke his heart. If you ever knew anything about his story, uh, Used to actually have JFK and Marilyn Monroe out in Palm Springs for a time. Not sure if uh, how aware of that uh, you were, but uh, I think uh, what was it? I don't know, ten or so years ago when they were celebrating, you know, hundred years of Frankie Sinatra or whatever it was. I got to tell you, it was something that you just could not pull away from, and one of the all-time greats, the the sound of America, if you will, Frank Sinatra. I'm working with a, a beleaguered board here. Uh, doing my best here through uh, hours one and two, getting a little bit more confidence, learning it. It's a lot easier, but I know that's in and out, and uh, we're trying our very best to sort of make it happen. We're getting a brand new board, and uh, that's exciting. I do want to share some other good, exciting news. Uh, by the way, you're welcome to follow me on my Instagram at Rock of Talk uh, if you like. Uh, making lots of friends there. If you guys want to get in, I share little video vignettes, lots of philosophy. I'm sharing a lot of myself out there. You know, now that I can. For a long time, I had, you know, so much of myself, I think, that I, you know, be, between the, the public uh, eye and all the rest of the stuff, I just couldn't, like, get that stuff out there without getting, you know, blowback from one person or another. So here I am, like, uh, out there just sharing uh, myself, if you like. And don't forget, you can go Eddie4ABQ as well. I know Natalie's been working hard on that Instagram page. You're welcome to download our apps at rockoftalk.tv uh, and rockoftalk.com. We have two apps. 65 radio stations. Uh, Eric, who's our uh, producer, he's got to go through a whole new training uh, based upon the board blowing up. But once you think that I'm the kind of guy, based upon the stories that are told about me, that I'm the kind of guy who goes and uh, blames other people when bad <laughs> things happen, especially when they're new. That did not happen. We know what that yeah. the Aragon's like. Yeah. Eric uh, spent the entire day with me, and I just want to thank him for his time. Seems like a real solid sure. dude. He is, in my opinion, he is the best. He is... Uh, Absolutely the best. Uh, finally, a great song, a great life. There it is. Frank Sinatra. That's from. Oh, for the record, the birthday was yesterday, not today. That's correct. The twelfth. <laughs> I know the Sinatra aficionados might get angry at us. Well, uh, my my grandfather was born on the tenth of December. Oh. So going into that deep dark winter. All right. Speaking of deep dark winter, let's uh, get into uh, all of the news that is uh, fit to hear. Uh, to hear. Here in the Kiva. Don't forget Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV as well. And uh, last week, the conservative Mexican, uh, and we talked about it, Doug Binder made a complete fool of himself, mm -hmm. uh, he writes, and a disgrace of the Albuquerque Journal in a column claiming vaccines are the safest he's ever seen and can eradicate the COVID virus and the end of the pandemic if only you went to go ahead and get your jabs. I wonder if he's married to my former economics professor at the University of New Mexico who is uh, Melissa Bender, hmm. uh, great uh, development. The Gini coefficient, human development index, mm -hmm. economic, uh, the developed economics. Uh, Income inequality. Yeah, there it is. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Will we grow extra limbs? Will our hair fall out? 
Mine has already started to fall out, he says, but I don't think it has any of the COVID-19 vaccine that made it happen. And no fifth limb yet. That was what his quote stated. Now, not very different than the quote that we left out on the educational front uh, as well. You said we missed the uh, gem of the Santa Fe, New Mexican oh, uh, printout. Yeah. And uh, that is the fact that these people, whether they're bureaucrats in medicine or bureaucrats in education, they are absolutely dedicated to the follow through on the falseness of their news. Mm-hmm. They don't stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they can't be wrong. If you're a doctor, how often are doctors wrong? They're never. not known as the most humble. They are definitely not the most humble, and they almost never admit. They almost never admit, right, to being wrong. Most doctors. There are, there and, are and I, will, I will grant them that you know there are certain jobs like airline pilot where you have people's lives in your hands, and everybody around you is kind of a, a functionary of yours. They're supporting you. You're the guy who makes the ultimate call. It must be intoxicating. But when the data don't back up your claims anymore, at some point, you have to be willing to admit you got it wrong. <sighs> well, we know who I'm really talking about here, and that <laughs> is uh, Dr. Fauci. Here we are, more than a year, ladies and gentlemen, more than a year. A year and two days to be exact. Fauci proclaimed last year at this time. This is the guy who's been flip-flopping. But he said one year ago that the pandemic would not last a lot longer because of the vaccines, because you're going to go out and go ahead and get the jab. That's right. He said that in November 2020 at the Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. He says vaccines will help us. What we've got to do is just hang on and continue to double down on the public health measures. Well, we've done it. We've tripled down. You've got booster shots. You've even done what your employer said. Remember when Fauci was not even talking about mandates, that he wouldn't even need them? You cannot force somebody to take a vaccine. His words. Here we are today. He is not only doubling down, and along with the uh, Dr. Binder over at the University of New Mexico, they're all saying it's the only way going forward. Fauci has changed his stance on issues so many times that we don't have any national direction on this, and this is why... This entire thing is coming undone. In fact, the whole narrative has really fallen apart, hasn't it? Well, uh, my good friend, Caleb, he's he's great. Talked about an Alex Berenson piece, which we feature Alex Berenson twice a week. Clay and Buck routinely have him. And I'm going to drill down on this for a moment so that you guys can start to feel some level of hope. Last week, I was talking to people who worked over at Sandia National Labs. I was also talking to people who worked over at um, Los Alamos National Labs. They call in all the time. Believe it or not, this little radio station is a ray of hope for people, ladies and gentlemen. It just is. People come here. They plead. They tell me their stories. They say, what can you do about this? How can you help us? Don't forget, we had that town hall that took place, and we made all that happen. Remember, I got made fun of. I didn't care. I didn't care. They were calling me the unvaxxed candidate. Who's coming out looking pretty clean right now? They are forcing people to take this vaccination, and the Omicron is essentially nothing. You have Bill de Blasio in New York City. What what does he say? Mandating vaccines for even people who are 5 to 11 years of age. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, here's Alex Berenson on all this, and he put this out in his missive, the light at the end of the COVID pandemic 
tunnel. Let's drill down on it. While we all ask ourselves these seven questions. Do you have any idea how many Americans are dying with, from, near COVID each day? The answer is still over a 1,000 on average, but the daily death count, which was national media fuel obsession for over a year, has been entirely now forgotten. Is anybody really tracking this stuff? No. What percentage of 5 to 11-year-olds have been COVID vaccinated? More than a month after the jabs were approved, the answer is barely 15%. (laughs) Not even one child out of six, ladies and gentlemen, despite a massive advertising and media campaign. Good for you, parents. And I can promise you the number is going to budge much forward. Parents who were dumb enough to give their kids a quasi-experimental and short-lasting vaccine for an illness that even before Omicron was a cold for most have already done so. I wonder what percentage is probably significantly higher in Santa Fe, right? Maybe uh, the people in Santa Fe are killing off their own. That's why they're not showing up to school. I don't know. I digress. How about when is the last time you heard anyone suggest mandating COVID vaccines for kids? It's a good question. Has Dr. C been on with Tessa lately? I don't think so. Even deep blue politicians have gone silent on the issue, again, for the, except for the moronic soon-to-be former mayor of New York. And even the craziest vaccine fanatics have mostly found other issues to fall froth over. Elections have consequences, and the Virginia election sure did. All right. Question four. How many different federal district courts have now ruled a Biden vaccine mandates unconstitutional? The answer is all of them. All the courts have found that it is unconstitutional. Okay? Unconstitutional. All right. Question five. What are the odds that the Supreme Court follows through on the suit that it's unconstitutional. According to Alex Berenson, the bet has been taken off the board. Too likely, too much action on one side, meaning that they're not constitutional. Six, how many companies have suspended or paused their vaccine mandates since the court stepped in? Good question. Not quite all, but in this case, many, including bellwethers like Oracle, which, as a couple of readers noted to me, is particularly telling since it's known for treating employees like widgets. <laughs> Number one uh, selling book. By the way, congratulations to Miss Universe, Miss India. Yes, indeed. Um, Beautiful. I, I was not very happy about that, by the way. Okay. I, again, I think it's identity politics. Of course, they were going to have a black woman be a finalist. I mean, there's no question in my mind. I think, I, wait, I, I'm just going to see it the play the way. Paraguay was the best. It wasn't even close. I did notice her, but I also noticed Miss Ireland was high on my list. I did not see Miss Ireland. What does Miss Ireland look like? Yeah, she was kind of blondish, actually. Really? No, we don't have yeah, white I think, uh, No, you can't. You can't go with a white woman, by the way. No white women on the Miss Universe stage. And then, uh, of course, there was uh, South. So South Africa was black. Paraguay was white. And then uh, I think you could call Miss Indian, like, half black. I guess you can kind of say that. Southwestern so, Asia. Yeah, so I think, again, you know, it's all about this... Uh, approach to make sure that everyone's represented all the cultures and you know this is where everybody decides what's the most beautiful thing uh in the world both beautiful women in the world so i, I just found it to, and i've never i've never i haven't watched the miss universe didn't did trump own the miss universe i think he did yeah. or miss america he owned miss usa i think miss usa and then miss teen usa <laughs> yes. just, uh, yeah, very good. all right anyway <clears throat> the objectification in, in that sense i mean how are you going to come out with a real winner in any of this, right? Oh, and it was very cultural, just so you know. Uh, it took place in Israel. Uh, I digressed uh, from all of that. 
So the late, oh yeah, because I went with Oracle because it was the number one selling book for like 20 years. Did you know that? Oh really? Yeah, the, the, the number one selling book in India for like 15 years was Oracle. They would just Oracle 7, Oracle 8. <laughs> of course. No, go look. Go look it up. Yeah. The program. No, I trust you. <laughs> Last time I did an Indian accent, you know, uh, Joe Biden, you can become president. Oh, Joe Biden can get away with it. Yeah, but he, you cannot own a Dunkin' Donuts in Delaware unless you have an Indian All right. And finally, question seven. Speaking of boosters, do you know anyone who actually believes the public health authority? Media attempt to rewrite history and pretend that boosters with six months of vaccination were planned. Here's the thing about the booster. I don't think the booster will work. I think it will fade within six to eight months. Israelis are four months in, and they are clearly concerned, even though cases haven't actually spiked yet. But in the unlikely event it does work, great. No one will need a fourth shot. And in the the much more likely event it doesn't, we have already seen the exponential decay and willingness to take a third shot, and that will surely continue to be the fourth, especially as the side effects continue to pile up. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel, isn't there? Because those seven... Questions plus Fauci's performance plus other doctors like Dr. Bender are clearly pointing out to you that this may not be the way you want to go. And if you've been holding out, right, little Wilson Phillips, hold on for one more day. Just hold on, hold on. You might actually come out. Years to slow the spread. You might actually come out ahead of all this. So um, there was uh, who's Martin Coldor? Uh, he is an epidemiologist. And uh, he is part of the Great Barrington Declaration. Uh, he's one of the people who crafted the Great Barrington Declaration. Which, what can you tell us, Doug? Uh Well, Great Barrington Declaration was a, a, no, a I know policy that, recommendation the, that came out late in 2020. Sure. Um, he posted a, this is one of the most devastating graphs you'll ever see. I'll put this in the show notes tonight. Uh, who, who's, who's the greatest villain in Rona world? Uh, it's not Donald Trump, right? It's not Eddie Aragon. Who, who I mean, internationally. Who could you point to as the greatest source of evil, uh, killing granny, killing children? Well, of course, it's the country of Sweden, uh, which did not buy into this. And um, Dr. Kaldorf put a graph up over the weekend. It is devastating. I will have this in the show notes tonight for you subscribers. Sweden, in terms of how many deaths per million people, is now rock bottom among all of its neighbors. Now, these are its land neighbors and its sea neighbors, which is kind of interesting because I don't really think of <laughs> America our sea neighbors. Uh, but in Sweden, you do have sea neighbors. So we're looking at Norway, Finland, Denmark, Estonia, Germany, Lithuania, Russia, Latvia, Latvia, and Poland. I'm a little bit Polish. All of those countries have higher fatality rates right now than Sweden, the probably the wisest country on earth when it came to a public health response to this. They did not lock down. Uh, like a lot of countries, they screwed up. They didn't, they didn't take enough initial steps to protect the nursing homes, which you can say about pretty much every place on earth. Uh, but they did not adopt the mask mandates, the, the cower at home orders. I believe they modified some of the colleges and universities, but they let the young children go completely to school as if nothing had happened. And Sweden is the star. The, the key here is that they're looking at countries. They're not comparing Sweden to Burkina Faso or Venezuela. They're looking at countries right in its you know, climate zone, its cultural zone, its genetic zone. Uh, Sweden is better than Norway, better than Finland, better than Denmark, better than Estonia, better than Germany, better than Lithuania, better than Russia, better than Latvia, better than Poland. Uh, Sweden has had this right from the start. If we had just listened to those brilliant Swedes, where would we be now in America and in New Mexico? Just let it run its course. Just let it take its time. By all means, focus on the people at risk. 
focus on the old people, focus on the multiple comorbidities people, but that's nowhere near the majority of the population. We didn't have to do what we did. Well, let's uh, move it a little bit further, shall we? Because the Swedes did do it naturally. That's what they did. And there is a little something to say about infection rates after recovery versus vaccination. This is uh, based upon a uh, Swiss policy research paper, uh, swprs.org. Please also include this as well. Uh, this was 2021. Okay, So these were infection risk recovered versus vaccinated. Okay. <clears throat> Dowd, can you help me uh, translate this just a little bit? Because I think you, you did the work on the, the graph itself, but uh, the, the numbers I think really stand out yep. for natural immunity, antibodies, um, you know, people who have decided to go ahead and fight this on their own with their own immune system. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you know, this is something that Rand Paul has been talking about for months and months and months. And I, I of all the ugly manifestations of Formerly sane people, I guess, in medicine and healthcare, uh, I think maybe the ugliest has been this. And at this point, it has to be conscious. It can't be just an oversight. The fact that they don't want to talk about natural immunity. Um, uh, I should tell. Uh, I don't know if I can tell the story about my family or not. My sister is getting her booster tomorrow in the UK. Like a lot of people, she's in a jam. You know, she people who want to keep their jobs, people who ha- are taking care of old people at home. My sister, uh, her whole family, other than her husband and her uh, in-laws, which are uh, interesting people, uh, her whole family's back here in America. And so her choice has been get these shots or potentially never see her family again. I mean, she has our nephew we share in New Jersey. She's very close with my other sister. I never talk about for uh, reasons we don't need to go into. Uh, She comes and helps on the farm as we all try to fly back from wherever we are in the world and help the folks at the apple orchard. She's getting her uh, booster uh, tomorrow, but she was terribly ill. And we've heard this story again and again and again from lots of people. I'm not going to make this all about me. She got terribly ill after the first jab. And a medical professional told her it might be, might be, because she had contracted it, like so many people had the natural immunal response and that she was reacting to, she didn't want this thing in her body because she had already had an asymptomatic contraction of <laughs> contracting an infection of this and didn't need the jab, but of course, to travel and get on a plane and get on British Airways, she has to get the jab. Um, this research here uh, from coming out of Israel, it's a preprint study, uh, confirms the result that natural immunity is uh, not equal to the so-called vaccine. It's superior to the vaccine. Uh, there's some interesting charts here. I'll have it in the show notes tonight. Four, at four to eight months, the risk of infection after recovery is about seven times lower than after double vaccination. Moreover, while vaccination protection decreases to zero after about six months, natural immunity remains quite high even beyond 12 months. The study uh, also confirms that the vaccination after recovery, and again, vaccination in air quotes, uh, offers no significant benefit. Even at six to eight months, the confidence intervals still overlap. In particular, vaccinating young recovered people, that is uh, children, students, athletes, is clearly contraindicated. It adds major vaccine-related health risks, such as, you've heard it here before, uh, myocarditis without any medical benefit. So I'll have this in the notes tonight. It's an Israeli study looking at natural immunity, something that the entire medical community in the last year and a half apparently has just forgotten about. Natural immunity and, you know, in, in getting, uh, you know, putting the kids with the with the chickenpox together so that they can all get it and recover 
This was common. This was common in right. fighting these outbreaks right. until a year and a half ago when a whole bunch of knowledge that we've gained, and as I've said many times, hard, dearly purchased knowledge, dearly purchased meaning lots of people have suffered through these things to gain the knowledge that we have to fight outbreaks. It's all gone. It's all gone. Just take your shots and shut up. And I believe Dr. Disgrace told us last year, I have a quote somewhere, uh, do what you're told. Do what you're told. Yep. And uh, he's been telling us a lot to do what we're told, uh, but he's been telling us, Different things all along. And then now you're just finding out, ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time, that your natural immunity is better than anything that you would have received by a vaccination. And we have enough data to actually confirm this. Uh, officially, as of today, I just want to introduce you all to month 21 here of the uh, COVID-19, uh, December 13th. Uh, now uh, actually is month 21 of all of this. Uh, the longest gestation period uh, was the shark. Is that correct? I believe so. Uh, three to three and a half <laughs> years, uh, roughly. So, you know, we're probably going to get, if we, if we can beat that gestation period, uh, we are now an elephant. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, actually, if you're a, if you're a homo sapiens, fe- female, human, you could have had two babies in this amount of time. You could have. Yeah. Well, could no. Technically, you couldn't. So nine and 18. Nine and nine. Uh, 18. Plus the delay. Yeah. Uh, kind of. We call them Irish twins when they're born within 12 months of each other. <clears throat> wow. That, that, what do we know? What don't we know about the Irish? At that point? <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's move into what's happening with regard to shutdowns and other places and the impact. Because we've talked about Scotland and we compared Scotland, I think, to Sweden. Yep. Was it uh, last week or, or two weeks? Ago? A couple weeks ago, I think. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and I think we carried off into uh, uh, last week a little bit. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Let me look. God, it's it's amazing how much you know we we do in all this. Okay, so let's go back to what we were looking at as uh, as far as uh, Scotland. Um, Scotland has the most restrictive. They were telling you to test every single time that you go out. I think is what they were doing yep. in Scotland. Yep. I think they were doing the mandatory vaccine. Well, yep. Let's not forget. Michelle Lujan Grisham recently uh, went there. Proof of 19 vaccination needed to attend New Mexico legislature, by the way. Uh, let's not forget uh, that story uh, that, that was uh, back there. Um, let's see. There it is. COVID in Scotland. People urged to cancel Christmas parties. Yep. Okay. Yep. So this came out last week, yeah, late uh, last week on Thursday. Okay. And remember, they're scaring everybody. They're saying, did business trip in South Africa spark world's biggest Omicron outbreak uh, in all this. And we know, of course, now that it didn't. A business trip to South Africa and then going up to Norway. They're trying to scare everybody in Scandinavia in particular uh, at this point. But people have been urged in Scotland to shut everything down. And then you compare Scotland to Sweden. And then you have natural immunity versus the shots and the booster shots, especially the, uh, the Pfizer. What you don't hear about is COVID injuries, COVID vaccination injuries in Sweden. Okay, so let's uh, let's jump ahead here. We know the power of natural immunity. So what's happening in Scotland? Hospitality venues in Scotland, they have had nonstop cancellation because they're believing the government since people were urged to cancel their party. Now, all of you are going to your Christmas parties. You're celebrating. I know you guys are like, can you imagine if you're idiot enough to go ahead and take a drink of your wine, pull your mask off, take a drink of your wine, pull your mask off. You're an idiot. People, Public Health Scotland released the advice last Thursday evening. However, it has had 900 cancellations in 48 hours, 
In one case, a hotel in Aberdeen told the BBC had 900 cancellations. One event had 263 guests, dropped to 18 guests overnight. Aye. They've had 3,000 portions of turkey on order for months and a fully stocked bar. They're now worried that much of that will go to waste. Who's going to make those people whole? He said, we weren't seeing many cancellations, even whenever the new variant raised its head. A few, but not many. But last night, after the PHS, Public Health Scotland, released a statement coming out. It was just nonstop. I've been up till 2.30 a.m. this morning answering emails, getting back to customers, members, and general people who are asking what was happening in all of it. After a Friday briefing, they announced that there would be tighter rules around isolating due to significant risk posed by Omicron. I don't know that there's a better place besides Scotland at this time of year to go ahead and celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? I mean, I mean, based upon the pictures. Especially if you like your booze. Yeah. <laughs> so think about this. The finance secretary told the BBC that the Scottish government had placed another request for financial assistance for businesses to the UK government on Thursday. That's what's going to happen when you have a government that's going to overreach, and we've known that there's only, what, uh, I think, what, five, 550 uh, Omicron infections in Scotland during that entire time. Mm -hmm. Now, here locally, the pandemic is now looking at the new report examining the mortality rate, the disparity in New Mexico. The state's latest COVID mortality report was released. That was this morning. It shows staggering statistics when it comes to who's dying from the virus. For American Indians, uh, I don't know what this means. 758.4 Hispanics. Uh, per 100,000. Per 100,000. 240.2 for Hispanics. 113.3 for white. They're looking at it as far as... The, the row is racist, clearly. Clearly. Clearly, clearly racist. Let's, let's just say it was installed certain places, as far as I'm concerned. We knew that it was been flowing, uh, flowing in, flowing out in a controlled population. Who was the first population to go on lockdown? Native Americans. Reservation. How'd that work? It induced a high level of infection despite a high level of vaccination and a high level of people participating in doing whatever the government told them what to do. Could you not surmise if you didn't know anything else, meaning you didn't hear from the government at all, that the government is actively trying to infect people with COVID-19 to induce a level of fear to get people to get the vaccination? I think the roads all lead to that. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. you want to wrap up with some uh, space news, Dowd, on the, uh, I don't know, are they trying to make uh, Michael Strahan the next president of the United States? <laughs> I wonder. feeling with uh, Michael Strahan that, that I, that's I, just kind of, like, happening? Well, you know, the guy went to space this weekend. They, it was a safe journey. Uh, it was not a virgin galactic journey. Uh, Strahan, I believe one of the relatives of Scott Carpenter, uh, a very... Uh, big name in, in Amer American space history, went up over the weekend. And it, it's just interesting to me, Eddie, uh, Strahan's a huge name. Uh, he's going to be talking about this for the rest of his life. Um, I found some interesting swag. You know, Blue Origin is selling the mission patch and the jackets and all this stuff. We're just going to see more and more of this Blue Origin as they continue to fly and as Virgin Galactic continues to go nowhere. Uh, Virgin Galactic, oh, Blue Origin is carving out itself as the suborbital space tourism company and uh every day that branson's phony baloney company doesn't launch out of new mexico and uh blue origin just has big names you know uh, captain kirk and michael strahan these are names the average american recognizes it's just gonna i think it's gonna lock up 
their you know their share of the suborbital tourism market more and more and they also have this nasty habit of continuing to fly people and not kill people whereas Virgin Galactic just sort of does nothing and Rebecca Dow makes promises to us. So uh, I think, uh, you know, great for Blue Origin, great for Texas, great for Michael Strahan, great for the space commercial world, not so great for uh, the taxpayers uh, of New Mexico. Uh, of course, Branson has to get publicity uh, any way he can. So they recently named a 44-year-old professional life coach from Antigua, the Caribbean nation, or Caribbean, depending on your pronunciation. She won a fundraising lottery for two tickets on Virgin Galactic's first uh, commercial space flight with with paying passengers. It'll never go. Uh, uh, let's coach her right now, sweetheart. You're, you're going to be never, waiting a long time. You're <laughs> never going to go to space. I just she's got this you know attractive woman. You know everyone in the Caribbean is happy and healthy and wonderful. I I, I would like to get back there as quickly as I can. Smiling in the picture, uh, Keisha. Keisha, I don't I don't really think you're you're going to go. Uh, and I'm also in the show notes tonight have a link to the new expose that our friend the the engineer over there in the UK has worked on in terms of our, our new salvation, our new savior for Spaceport America. You probably heard, ladies and gentlemen, Spin Launch is the company that's going to actually put New Mexico in the space business, uh, uh, you know, uh, put us on the map. Uh, there has been another video that has emerged from our, our friend, he calls himself Thunderfoot. Uh, he's actually a PhD, I think, chemist uh, from uh, the UK. He I, I prefer Thunderfoot. Thunderfoot is, is, uh, is, uh, is a cool name, and he, he has released another video exposing what he has observed about our tenant, our tenant down at uh, down at Spaceport America, sort of exposing some of their nonsense, and of course running the numbers on how insane it is to hit uh, send something at, at, at atmospheric pressure, have it leave the the launch tube at you know whatever they're talking about now, five thousand miles an hour, and how many G's and how difficult it would be to put sensitive electronic equipment in an, in a launch vehicle like that. But uh, you know, try to explain that to Rebecca Dow, and finally Elon Musk, the man who actually had a uh, a lease at Spaceport America looked around. I, they won't talk to me. I've been asking them for years. They had a lease at Spaceport America. They got to New Mexico. They said, "We're out of here." Uh, they did not last long. Uh, he named, was named Time Magazine's uh, Man of the Year, and he also, and I know a lot of conservatives don't like Elon Musk. They think he's a big corporate welfare queen. The, the, the he, actual, paid it, he paid it all back. He paid it all back. People uh, don't realize ahead of time he paid, paid it all back. Loan back. All the um, money that he got. And he also has said, "This is his quote from last week." He argued that the federal government should quote. Get out of the way and not impede progress, emphasizing that the government ought to be a quote-unquote referee rather than a player on the field. That is how libertarians often say. We say government is referee, government is night watchman, not as participant. And he does not like Build Back Better. Uh, honestly, I would just can this whole bill. Don't pass it. That's my recommendation. It seems like the more Elon learns about the heavy hand of government, the more conservative free market libertarian direction uh, he goes in. So let's give Elon uh, kudos for that. And pre preview of Wednesday on, on the site, rockatalk.chat, I will be looking at Richard Branson's other space company that we don't know much a lot about in New Mexico, but it actually may be a viable space company, but it's not based in New Mexico. That's a little preview. Maybe what, we're going to have to rely on Spin Launch now. Oh, they, yeah, they're going to save us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to... Uh... Well, I'm going to save it for tomorrow. I, I got a great phone call today. You did. Uh, you did. I got a phone call directly from a P1 listener, uh, one of our biggest fans here. I should I should have waited this. I should have started out the show with this. You should have. Yeah. I got a phone call today from Harrison Schmidt, which was <clears throat> maybe one of the greatest phone calls of my life. Uh, I was I immediately called my father. I immediately called uh, I called Natalie. I told her, I'm like, look at what, look at the attention we got. 
a former U.S. senator, someone who is a Republican, probably maybe the most noteworthy Republican besides Pete Domenici, could you mm. say? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Harrison Schmidt, you could uh, kind of characterize him as even higher on the food chain than Susanna Martinez, Gary Johnson. I don't know. What was our last, uh, besides, have we had another uh, Republican senator, I think, besides Harrison Schmidt. It's just, and I told him I worked for Jeff Bingaman. Mm-hmm. So it's been Harrison Schmidt. The guy, the guy who yeah. beat him in 82, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, that was a, it was a different state back then, and <laughs> he knew that. But it was an absolute delight. He is also the last man to walk on the moon. Not only that, Eddie, <laughs> on this day in 1972, uh, Gene Cernan and Harrison Schmidt, New Mexico's own Harrison Schmidt, Schmidt ended the last extravehicular activity on the surface of the moon, entering the lunar module to go back up to their, their ship in orbit there to come back to the Earth. We are on the uh, exactly the 49th anniversary right now. Today is the 49th anniversary of the men, last men, leaving the moon. 49th anniversary. And Harrison Schmidt was one of those men. Absolutely unbelievable. By the way, uh, uh, speaking of uh, being 50, Michael Strahan is 50. So there you go. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Strahan was all of one years old uh, at the time that uh, the last person was on the moon, and then he goes into space. Just a little weird connection there, yeah, yeah. as far as the dates concerned. Give us our top five, Dow, to round us out. I will, but very quickly, I'll tell my Harrison Schmidt story. I met the man a number of years ago at a meeting of right wingers in New Mexico, and when you meet a man who has walked on the moon, I don't know if you've done it, ladies and gentlemen, you shake the man's hand and you just look at him and you think, "I'm just sorry for being alive. I- I've accomplished absolutely nothing." <laughs> I'm shaking the hand of a man who walked on the moon. Uh, but it was, a, it was a great honor. Those, those men showed tremendous courage uh, on those clunky old systems to uh, reclaim America's honor and, and get to the moon faster than those Ruskies. Those guys had major, major stones. Uh, most clicked item from the uh, Daily Blast today, available rockoftalk.chat. Joe Biden is lying about tornadoes. Who, who, who would have guessed that? I would say, think probably more accurately Joe Biden doesn't know what the hell he's talking about or his t- whoever's tweeting for him doesn't know what they're talking about uh, regarding term- tornadoes. Uh, number two, uh, Jussie, Juicy Smollett, a, ger- a juror on the, on the panel there, the jury said that they didn't believe him. He wasn't a very good actor, if you will. Wow. There you go. Failed <laughs> uh, in, failed in, uh, in two different cases. Uh, number three, Chris Wallace leaving Fox News. Oh, uh, yes. That was a uh, hot topic. But it doesn't make Fox News better. I want to let you know uh, Fox News has been doing their very best to preserve you know, their cred. Yep. Yep. But, uh, I think it's been pretty hard. And, I, and in fact, I asked on the, on the comments section today uh, are you still watching Fox? And we got some very interesting comments on that. Uh, number four, fascinating profile down in Hobbs, Southeast New Mexico is being hit by a rash of, you guessed it, shoplifting. And the business owners down there are not happy, I guess, coming to a New Mexico community uh, near you. And number five on the international beat, uh, satellites are showing some activity. Maybe Iran is attempting to launch a satellite again. <clears throat> it does seem that every time Iran wants to get involved in space, something very bad happens over there. And I'm thinking, you know, the Israelis, right. they're taking care of that issue. You know, whether you support them or not, uh, Iran keeps having, let's just say, uh, bad results on the launch pad. <laughs> All right, a couple of quick uh, texts. Uh, your truth is spot on about the reservations. Passing the vaccine out like candy on the res. Me and my family are probably the few that are not taking the DNA changer. That is uh, a good one. Uh, Eddie, looking good. Uh, finally, a great song to a great life. If Sweden conquered COVID, why have they become, quote-unquote, vaccinated? And uh, if I don't know about you guys, but I miss the good old days. When Taco Bell had the slogan of run for the border and it was not just considered racist, 
Just saying. And uh, finally, not only have judges blocked the mandates, but two FDA doctors resigned because they refused to encourage the Biden administration boosters and said they documented their stance against it and too soon to add two boosters in the prominent medical journal, The Lancet. If these shots are to be trusted, then why do you have to sign a waiver relinquishing your right to sue? For this reason, India will not buy into these vaxes. And uh, finally, so we have mRNA experimental treatment that even the CDC and the fraud uh, Fauci admit does not stop transmission, yet we still insist we take it. Use my language and call the vax mandates what they are, which is government-mandated medical rape. And, uh, well, another uh, day in the books here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in on AM 1600 KIVA, FM, and why don't we all take a trip for uh, Frankie's 106th birthday. It would have been 56. Harrison Smith was Fly last on the moon. Let me play up there with those stars. Let me see what life is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, darling, kiss me. Fill my heart with song. Let me swing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Talk on AM 1600 KI.